Hey everybody, welcome to another exciting episode of Crimes, Killers, Cults, and Beer. And beer! I'm sorry, I'm still in killdozer mode. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but you know what? I can honest, we can honestly say with 100% certainty that this is episode 21. Yes. Yes, it is. And the reason... The reason being is because the the elephant in the room episode, the Joseph Paul Franklin episode, it is dead. D E D dead. Due to technical <laughs> difficulties. So, but but luckily, you know, it, it, we're going to re-record it at some point, and yeah, you're you know, still we'll going to hear it. Yeah, eventually. I mean, we're not going to do it like right away, but um, but it, no, what it ha- it what what happened initially is some things got lost when you know, like when I sent my file to him, we lost some of it somehow. There was a yeah. glitch. Something. Yep. So we re-recorded the part of mine that got lost. Didn't we? Apparently, didn't record enough. So something that well, and, yeah, part of your file was missing. I don't know if that was like a, right. a glitch in the in the email, in the save, in whatever. But yeah, dude, there was like almost. 30 minutes of your file missing. Right. So luckily I still have my notes from that. I, I save, I started saving the notes after about the fourth episode that we did. So, you know, I figured, you know, we might use them. People might want that shit. Like oh, yeah. do a little giveaway for them. I mean, pe- people like shit from their favorite, um, their favorite podcast. So it's like, oh, Hey, yeah. and since, since my notes tend to be, you know, the subject of jokes here, yeah, <laughs> people might want to have them. Yeah, hey, you so, got them more organized this time, right? <sighs> oh yeah, the, the, this this one is actually um, no, not this, this one. I mean, actually, you're going to organize your uh, JPF files a little bit better, right? <laughs> notes, I mean, you know, your notes, because you were reading off three different sets of notes, and that's where it got confusing. That you're right about that. Okay, I, I might want to redo my notes on on top of us being like completely friggin' hammered. Yeah, that was the night when we did, like, two digression episodes before we did that one, wasn't it? Oh, did we? No? I think so. Or was that BTK? We, yeah, we might have. I don't remember now. It's been so long. My lazy yeah. ass been, my lazy ass been putting it off for so long, I don't even know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, with, yeah, that... This is, this is episode 21, and we are covering the satanic panic, um, and how... Heavy metal music was persecuted and blamed for Satanism and all that stuff that was supposedly running rampant and everything. I don't know what the hell I'm going to... That, that's too long of a title for the episode. Yes. <laughs> it is. That's way so, too long. You got you to gotta condense that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, come, I'll come up with something. But it's, it's just something that we've, we've thought about doing. We've been, you know, we've been toying with this idea for a while, especially. And our Norwegian black metal episode, that, that one's doing rather well. It's, I think it's number five most downloaded, but it's gaining. It'll probably be the fourth most downloaded here before too long. Right on. So, so we're and like, we are metalheads, you know too, so, you know. It's, yeah. Yeah. It seems so we, appropriate. It's like, okay. That was, the black metal episode was well received, so we're gonna, um, you know, so we figured we'll do the satanic panic as it pertains to metal. Yes. So, yeah, and it's good, good stories here. So this is gonna be a lot like our flat Earth episode, you know, where we just kind of, <laughs> where we're just kind of spitballing stuff like a, a whole collection of little things and everything. But that went well with the flat Earth episode. I think so. It worked. Yeah, that that episode was fun. And so, 
Anyway, before we get started, I got a question. All right. What do you what do you think it would take to get Geddy Lee and Alex Lyson, uh the surviving members of Rush, to get back on a stage? Oh, oh, oh! I know the answer to this because I saw it. <laughs> the South Which Park twenty fifth anniversary show. Yeah, concert, I that whatever. Yeah, the concert, dude. I. I haven't yeah, seen I, it all I yet. I just I saw that part I think on TikTok and I was just like, nah. Yeah, I never thought. Uh, first of all, I thought they were done. I really did. I thought they weren't going to do anything else after Neil Peart died. But um, but I I was glad to see him. Getty sounded great. Um, and it was it was awesome. But if you if if I didn't know about it, and if you didn't know about it, did do you think I would have never thought that? that? No, never, never, ever South, would I have thought that. Yeah, because that's that's their first appearance on stage, you know, together as Rush since Neil Peart died. <laughs> Is it? Wow. And uh, as far as I know, and especially the way they but, make fun of Canadians all the time. Yeah. Well, they had um, they. It was With the their concert was at Red and flappy heads, <laughs> and Getty Lee had some big old huge beaker nose too on top of the flappy head. <laughs> yes, that was great. Anyway, yeah. spoiler alert. Sorry, everybody, in case you haven't seen that yet. <laughs> yeah, but they even had Rush's logo up. It, it was at Red Rocks, and they had Rush's logo up on the rocks and everything. So th- it was an official Rush appearance. You know that that, that oh, was yeah. Rush. Was it awesome. was Rush with Primus' drummer and with Les Claypool on bass, <laughs> um, along with Getty Lee. Yeah. Two basses, two of the best bass players in yeah. pretty much ever. And, and Les Claypool said, this is one of the greatest nights of my entire life, getting to share the stage with these two. You I know? could imagine. I mean, he is a huge Rush fan, so I, I could imagine yeah. that would be... Amazing for him, and for um, and and just for yeah, just just a just. I mean, it, it's arguable who's the better bass player between the two. I, I don't think there's any answer to that question. No, you can't really answer that question. You, That's <laughs> they're they're both. I mean, they're both without like without starting a fight. You can't answer that question without starting a fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But anyway. I mean, it's entirely diff- different styles, but they're both, like, you know, ridiculously talented. Oh, yeah. Dude, Primus is even so. doing, like, Rush tribute shows. Yeah, they, they, the song they did was Closer to the Heart, and then toward the end, you know, and, and dude, Les Claypool has a vocal range on him. He does. He just does that goofy voice for Primus because it, like, fits with the music, but he can really sing. Yeah, but... The the high note and uh, um the high no- the the first high note and closer to the heart Getty Lee didn't hit it, so the, so the the one toward the end of the song, yeah, Les did it. <laughs> and I was like, holy crap, where did that come from? Well, he's probably but been doing the it more of, than Getty has lately. Well, that's true, but but then at at the very end of the song when they're going closer to the heart, closer yeah, as it's going out. Les Claypool goes closer to South Park. <laughs> uh, hell yeah! <laughs> and, yeah, that 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 whole show. I watched the entire thing. It's on Paramount Plus. I watched it today, and it is it was awesome. But anyway, hashtag. But I digress. <laughs> yes, we started out with a digression. That's pretty bad. Well, no, that seems to be the norm lately. Yeah, that's what we've been doing. We do a little icebreaker 
you know, banter back and forth to, right. you know, just to set the mood. And, and actually, I mean, Rush was, you know, Rush was included in some of these, um, you know, the, like these people who were, you know, being demonized and everything during oh, during bec- the 80s. Because they, of the, the star on their album cover. The star, yeah. It was right so, side up, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, that's a Wiccan symbol, not a, not a satanic symbol. Yeah, anyway. I don't know. It's, it's just a star. Anyway. Sometimes a star is just a star. But it's got the naked man in front of it. Oh, no. Yeah, well, you know, there is that, but still, you know. Anyway. <laughs> so, my sources for this were um, heavyblogisheavy.com, and they have an article called Americans, America's War on Heavy Metal in the 80s. And um, also Kerrang.com, Ozzy, Suicide Solution Controversy and What the Song Actually Means. Yeah. And I also used, um, I also used Wikipedia for, for some things. So th- those are my three main sources. And I mainly used Wikipedia for the Filthy um, 15, which we'll get to. The majority of it came from those other two. Right on. The Satanic Panic was over 12,000 unsubstantiated. That's it. <laughs> God. <laughs> that was bad. Yeah. Try Cases again. of ritual. <laughs> okay, it was Satan. <laughs> this is the first line in my notes. God damn it. We're off to we're off to a lovely start here. Right. <laughs> so the the satanic panic was over 12,000 what sword? Unsubstantiated cases of ritual of satanic ritual abuse. <laughs> and there we go. So it started in the eighties and it ran through the the late nineties. Um, but in other ways, it's still going on today. Believe it or not, it still is, and it's just it's just it's just wearing a, a different costume, and we'll get there. Yes. <laughs> So it originated in 1980 when the book Michelle Remembers was published. It was written by Lawrence Pazder and his future wife, Michelle Smith. She was a, she, Michelle was a, a patient of his and, and he was a Canadian psychiatrist. Oh, good. So we get to blame Canada about the freaking satanic panic. Oh, here we go. <laughs> so. <clears throat> but he hypnotized Michelle and all of and she remembered had air quotes remembered all kinds of satanic abuse that she was subjected to as a child. Oh, I see. The I mean it, the book went viral, well it became a bestseller and pretty pretty soon parents, teachers and everything all over the United States were being accused of satanic rituals on their kids. Lives were ruined. You know, some people were even thrown in prison and everything. And but how many were act- how many cases of actual satanic abuse were actually proven? Oh, none. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> I know. I remember. I was there. Yeah. So, but you know. At, a lot of a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of speculation 
that um, Pazder and his and Michelle, they just came up with the whole thing it, as a as a farce, just just to you know just because just to sell a book. Yeah, well, you know, everybody wants their fifteen minutes. Yeah, well, they got a lot more than fifteen minutes, unfortunately. Yep. So, <clears throat> before too long, Satan was everywhere. People were accusing their neighbors, family, coworkers, etc., and it was all bullshit. I mean, it, it, it's basically a, a modern-day witch hunt, you yep. know. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. It was like the Salem, you know, the Salem witch trials all over again, and it, it really was. Oddly I mean, enough, it, it really... there is a Church of Satan in uh, Salem, Massachusetts. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of funny, right? Just you know, that, little little of, random side. Kind of ironic. There. It's kind of ironic. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, but, dude, I just found out myself, like, recently. Like, I didn't really do much sorry. prep for this episode because I know Bill does good work, so I'm just going to follow along. <laughs> but I know, what's, what, I know what we're talking about because I am old enough to know because I was there when it happened. Or, right, you know, I wasn't were. there there, but I was alive when it happened, and it was news stories. You know, you hear about it all the time. Yeah, you couldn't escape it. You know, it was on the news every night, you know, uh, like Nightline. Geraldo Rivera did, you know, he did that whole special about it, which we'll get to. Kenny Copeland, our buddy. Oh, yeah. And um, and the, it it even found, the satanic panic even found its way into the halls of Congress. Yeah. And, and the most popular scapegoat? Take a guess. Heavy metal music. And Dungeons and Dragons. Oh yeah, D and D. I forgot about D and D. Yeah, I mean, I never played D and D, but what? What? Hold on, hold on. Yep. Come in. Hey, hey, guys. Uh, I. Uh, 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 it's Flat Earth Frank. Oh God, how? Who let him in? Where did he come from? I uh, I heard that you guys were talking about the the persecution of the heavy metal bands back in the eighties during the Satanic Panic. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to say that you know we have as flat earthers we have a lot in common with the with the heavy metal people from back then because we we're getting all the persecutions for trying to spread the truth. <laughs> Hey, Shut no, up, dude. You don't, you know, you don't get to lump yourself in with that because you're not being persecuted. No. You're just stupid. <laughs> That's hurtful, man. See, this is the persecution that we're talking about here. Go, go snort a line of marijuana and um, and <laughs> for, forget where I live. Forget where I live. Absolutely. Did I just say snort a line of marijuana? <laughs> you did, and that's that's perfect because that's exactly what a dumb flat earther would do. <laughs> oh god i didn't expect to see him i know right he just he's like a bad rash he just shows up and who the hell is leaking this information i don't know how do you find out that we're doing these i, I, I don't know you might want to you might want to check your bunker he might have like a bug planet or something if he's smart enough yeah to he do could that. He, he could it's either that or he just hangs outside and listens to what you're talking about yeah, he knows when we record, yeah. and so he just like. I wonder if there's something. I wonder if there's something that you know he hears something that he can interject flat Earth into, so he, that, that they just comes in. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I locked the door. <laughs> well, he knocked. I, I told him to come in. I, yeah. I wasn't expecting it to be him. I, I wasn't know, right? It to be him, right? <laughs> Nobody expects Flat Earth Frank. <laughs> oh my God! Next time, hey, dude, if he if he busts in again, tell him to go walk and find the fucking edge and come back when he's found it. <laughs> go stand it again. I said, if he knocks on the door and tries to come in again or whatever, tell him to fuck off and go find the edge of the earth and come back when he's found it. Because I want proof. If they think the earth is flat, find me proof, bitch. Or jump off of it. Well, that too. But he's got to fucking take a picture of it. He's got to take a picture of the actual edge and... They won't let you near it. They won't let you near I thought you left. Go find the fucking edge and jump off it then. Bye. I was I was hiding I was hiding behind your Marshall stack. <laughs> what an ass! Oh God. Anyway. Anyway, get out, flat Earth Frank. Go find the edge of the get earth. Fire. Go find the edge of the earth and jump off of it. And that, but before you jump off of it, just take a picture with your phone and email it to me at billzillaprod at gmail dot com. Yeah, well, I want proof. If you send me proof you, that the earth is flat, I will take back everything I've said about you. Yep. Uh, me too. So, goodbye, Frank. Bye. Bye, man. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> flatter it's Frank. Who the fuck invited him? <laughs> anyway, um, D and D. There are several D&D. suicides. Yeah, several suicides by D and D players and by heavy metal fans. They kind of spearheaded these two. Um, these these two separate things to the forefront of the hysteria, mm-hmm. and and there were there were some murders too that were attributed to Satanism. And in 1984, 17 year old drug dealer slash Satanist Ricky Cazzo murdered his friend Gary Lawyers in in the woods of Newport, New York. He was stabbed 36 times, and two of Caso's friends said that he told him to say that he loved Satan. He didn't, and then Caso um, killed him. Wow. And then afterwards, he would bring all of his friends out to um, to see the body and then tell him that Satan, it was Satan that told him to kill Gary, and, and he was arrested. And um, he was wearing an ACDC shirt when he was arrested, so the media rushed to blame the, the band, and it okay. wasn't too long before Ozzy and Judas Priest were being blamed as well. Dude, ACDC so. doesn't have any songs that talk about. Well, okay, maybe that one. Well, Never mind. Well, we'll, we'll get we'll, we'll get we'll get there. I've got I I have something about that later. You know. I know. And, well, that's why I stopped. But yeah. But it, it was also the popularity of Anton LaVey's um, Church of Satan. Yes. And as well as serial killers like Richard Ramirez and Richard Chase, um, and their dark. What is it with serial killers being named Richard? I don't know, because they're, they're dicks. They are dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. God, that was good. Yes. <laughs> so, Rich, Richard R- Ramirez even made victims swear to Satan, and he had a pentagram on his hand when he was in, in court, and he actually wrote on the wall Jack the Knife and yeah and we covered all that in our Richard Ramirez episode mm. 
And then, of course, Charles Manson. So, enter the Gerardo documentary, Devil Worship, Exposing Satan's Underground. And it, it depicted metalheads as blood-drinking Satanists, and, and it started listing all sorts of crimes of, of young people who liked heavy metal. Yeah. Thomas because that was all of us back then. Yeah, that was that. That's all we all we did was like drink each other's blood, worship Satan, and and listen to heavy metal music. Yeah, that was it. That was pretty much my teenage years. Yep, that's that's it. Mm-hmm. So <sighs> what a crock of shit. <laughs> yeah. So Thomas Sullivan, a fourteen-year-old who stabbed his mother to death, loved Black Sabbath. So Geraldo on there interviews Ozzy and he blame and and then he actually blamed Ozzy for it. And and he and he cut Ozzy off before he was able to give any type of rebuttal. But Ozzy did manage to say, oh, I wasn't responsible for this. Yeah. You know, it's like and and he wasn't. I mean Ozzy his his brain is fried. He's always been a you know, a pretty big weirdo. And he writes some songs about some dark themes. <clears throat> And everything, yeah. But, but evil. I mean, the whole thing about this, about these, you know, these bands wanting their their members to, you know, wanting their fans to kill themselves is just stupid. You know, if I if I have a lawn care business, I don't want my customers to kill themselves. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you know, dude, that's just common sense. Yeah. I mean, fuck, yeah. If you're in a band, yeah, you want your fans to kill themselves, then you don't have any fans anymore? Come on, dude. That's just ridiculous. Right. Yeah, it is. And it's just, it, it just makes, it makes no sense. But that, that documentary is on YouTube. And it's, it's just fear, it's just fear mongering. That's all it is. Yeah. That's all it, that's all it is. It's just like, and how they got such a bug up their ass for, you know, for heavy metal, it's just, it just, it, it, baffling and why this even came up it's it's like you know, okay um the book you know michelle remembers that comes out and then everybody's just like oh my god this must be a real thing blah 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 blah. <clears throat> i remember one time years ago there was a um there was one of these memes that came up on one of these um like motivational facebook pages or whatever mm-hmm. and it had a picture of a um of like a a guy like all like demon demonized and all that stuff and it's like you're it's like this is what your your children see when you're drinking this is how your children see you when you're drinking and then all of a sudden you know it's just like there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comments like oh yeah that is so true and blah 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 everybody who drinks they don't realize what they're doing it's like really it's like it it that, that was like on a smaller scale the same thing that happened with um with you know, the satanic panic. Somebody puts plants an idea in weak minded people's heads and they just they just go with it. They just run with it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's 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 in black and white. It must be it must be the truth. I saw it on the internet. It has to be true. <laughs> yeah. Well the internet wasn't around in the in nineteen eighty, but still, I mean you know it, what it was I the mean, same though. thing. The media, you know, Geraldo mm. Rivera and all them, they were stroking the flames just like these people that put together these stupid memes and everything. And, and then people are just like, oh, that is so true. Yep. You know, I mean, I I, I asked my daughter uh, recently, I'm like, you know, I, I told her about that. I, I said, what do you, you know, it's like when, 
you know, when I'm having some beers around you, I mean, does, does that scare you? She's like, no, you talk more. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. yeah, get me, get a few beers in me. You can't shut me up. That's why I started a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, poor upbringing, um, you know, like she had, fuck, I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, like mental illness or there, you know, he just had a shitty childhood and it just nature versus nurture, basically kind of a thing. Right. That, that, that's true too. But, um, you know, that, that, that's more a court thing, you know, when, um, when a, de- a defense attorney is trying to get his guilty client off, so they, he's got to make everybody feel, you know, make the court yeah. feel sorry for his, for his client. But right. some of the... Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm done. Okay. Was the blues blamed for people like Albert Fish I doing know. what he did? Albert Fish was a sick son of a bitch that liked to kill kids, and he was a he was a freak too that liked to like stick needles in his in his groin oh. and stuff. Anyway, so but he loved the blues. Was was that BB King's fault that he did that shit? No, because I don't know. I mean, dude, there's actually more fucking like more actual. I mean, there's there like myths or legends or whatever, you know, like Robert Johnson going to the crossroads and selling his soul to the devil. Right. You know, nobody, right. nobody, and nobody says Ozzy went to the crossroads and sold his soul to the devil. He just made these no. kids kill themselves or this or whatever, you know. But <laughs> I mean, there's actually a story of a blues musician selling his soul to the devil, but he's not satanic at all. Right. Yeah. It's not even not even brought up. Nobody nobody wants to blame the blues. I mean, and we're we're going to cover Albert Fish, I'm sure, at some point. I mean, he's a heavy hitter, and people kind of, you know, go away from the heavy hitters. So we'll we'll save the heavy hitters until we build our audience to get really big. Then we'll start doing the heavy hitters again. But was, was Jazz blamed as the reason for the New Orleans axe murderer? Which, a case that is still to this day unsolved? Probably not. He went. He went around. You know, he he would send out messages. You know, he would he would like taunt the the police and the newspaper, saying, "Look, I'm going to be out tonight." And this, he's like making himself out to be this demon. And he's um he's he's gonna you know he he's like I'm. You tell the media that on Tuesday night or whatever, y'all every house that does that has a band playing jazz will be spared. It's kind of like putting the putting the blood, you know, on Passover, you know, mm-hmm. except it was jazz. So you had everybody. Some people had bands. Some people had, you know, their their record players and everything cranked up and everything. That would have been a fun ass night to be in New Orleans, I think. <laughs> yeah, right. Everybody's playing jazz, but you know, nobody blames jazz. So, but see, though, but, here, here's the and, thing, and, though. And he, and he, nobody... claimed, he claimed to be he claimed to be a demon. He claimed that he was a demon. Oh well, there you go. If anything, that should so, have been a fucking dead giveaway. Yeah, so nobody, but nobody blames jazz for that. Well, you know, it's because 
Dude, I mean, and this is this is just something that just popped into my head right now. Like blues and jazz and all that stuff. That's the stuff that, um, how to put it, like even the even the kids in that day liked it, but their parents liked it, so there couldn't be anything wrong with it. Parents right. hated heavy metal no matter what, dude, because it was just loud, fast, and obnoxious. Yeah, you're you're right. So of but course they they're going to blame they, it because they don't like it. It's somewhere to point a finger at something they don't like. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I just but, had that thought. I mean, it is whatever it is, it is. But yeah, I mean, you know. But so, okay, so that <clears throat> you know, you just you just answered the question, but you know, so why metal? It's scary. They wear black. Um, well, some of them wear like neon, but <laughs> but they have they have dark lyrics and everything. But the lyrics, for the most part, are no darker than a horror movie. No. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure that Geraldo Rivera doesn't like um, metal, but I bet he's got a soft spot for the, the some of the slasher films of the '80s. Yeah, I, I don't know, the, dude. He might, but that, I don't. He just doesn't seem the type to me. To like horror movies? Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, he might. I have no idea. I don't know the guy, but it's. I mean, just by from what I've seen of him, like the shows he did. Being on the, you know, everything that he's done, like TV wise and all that shit, dude, he just does not seem the type that would go see a horror movie. He's more like uh, the Notebook, or <laughs> okay, <clears throat> he, he he definitely strikes me as like a a romance or a, I don't want to say rom com, but you know, probably like a rom com kind of guy. You know, I can see that. I I actually can see that, but you know, but well, you know, I, I, dude, I don't know. He has, I bet I bet that the, I bet that he has some some quirks that would like freak out ninety percent of the population. That, oh, I'm there's sure some, he there's, does, there's, there's well, he's definitely got a screw expect. loose. He's definitely got a screw loose. Yeah, we won't even mention Al Capone's vaults. Oh wait, I just did. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, if you if you're old enough to get that, you you get it. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, the, the, but the movies, you know, movies show graphic murders and torture and, and rape and everything. But, you know, but metal gets singled out for being scary. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, it, I mean, this it wasn't such a part of this. But later on, they started blaming movies and then video games and stuff for a lot of shit, too. So that's true, but not to the degree. But mean, yeah, it was it wasn't quite, it was not the witch not, hunt that this was. They're they're not hauling um, movie producers and video game creators into court, that we know of anyway. Uh, that we know of. So, in in 1985, song lyrics were literally put on trial, literally. <sighs> yeah. Uh, James Vance, 20 year old, and Raymond Belknap, 18, they were partying. They're these stoner, drunk metalheads and everything, and they. You know, they're, they're, they're like the coolest and everything. They they like to go party at a playground mm-hmm. <laughs> in the middle of the night. And, I'm not going to lie. You know, I say it, I've done that a time or I've two myself. That, so. <laughs> I have too. I have too. So I can't really judge them too hard about it because we, we've all done that, especially before we turned 21 and we couldn't get into the bars. Yes. Well, that's all we had. That or some fucking yeah. abandoned street, you know. Like, dude, all these things are like just the setup of a fucking really bad horror film. 
the shit that we used to do. <laughs> oh, no kidding. <laughs> so, so, uh, but instead they took, they took their little party to a the next level and they just decided to sue themselves or sue, sue themselves. <laughs> I wish they had sued themselves. I, I don't know about you, they, but that doesn't sound like my kind of party. No. Well, s- shooting themselves doesn't sound like my kind of party either. Oh, but okay. Yeah, no, that's that's, that's not my thing neither. No, but my guess, my guess is that they did some, you know, they they had dropped acid and had a bad trip. That's yeah. that's my um that that's that's just what I think. It, I mean, yeah, there was there was nothing said about that and everything, and it's just like they were they were just drunk and high. It didn't say what they were high on. So you're not going to smoke a joint and be like, you know what? Hey, man, let's kill ourselves. Yeah, right. Yeah, we don't work that way. No, I, I think they were on acid and everything. And one, man, they just had guns out there because they're like young and stupid. Oh, look at my gun and everything. One of them hallucinated a fucking spider on the other one's face and he shot shot him boom and oh shit i better kill myself too uh, bam hey no <laughs> i don't know dude i mean that's could be but i just i don't know bro that's even on acid dude you're i mean unless you're having like a really bad fucking trip even on acid, dude. Oh, I mean, like, dude, when I did it back in the day, dude, it was just like, dude, look at all these colors, dude. See, like I've the, never, every, I've never dropped color, acid. Every color was just like so vibrant and rich and just amazing. Always, dude, I couldn't even imagine doing anything but just sitting there and staring at these beautiful colors. And it wasn't I, like hallucinations, I, dude. I never had any like hallucinations, dude. It's just, everything was just like really vibrant. And I had a well, great time, my, dude. But I mean, I suppose if you like, if you get into a bad headspace and when you're on acid, dude, I can see weird shit happening like that. Yeah. But I, I've never, I've never dropped acid, and it's something that I've always wanted to try, but I, but I'm afraid to. And the reason I'm afraid to is because I analyze the fuck out of everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm a fucking Virgo, and oh, by the way, Virgo season starts today. Yay, Virgo! <laughs> but. <laughs> I analyze everything. I have a feeling that if I were to drop acid, my fucking analytical mind would try to, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a, a good, I, I would have a bad trip. And, you know, because it's like, I, I'd be trying to analyze what the fuck I was seeing. It's like, okay, well, that, that's not real. That's real. Blah, 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 blah. You know, I, I, th- I don't think that it would be fun at all. Well, and yeah, sometimes see, you have to those... see, that's the thing though, dude. I never had a hallucination every time I've done it. Anytime I've done it. Back in the day, I don't. I stay away from all that shit now. But I never but hallucinated I'm serious, anything, I, you know. I mean, unless you well, call the colors I'm, being more vibrant hallucination. But we we have a we have a mutual friend, somebody that sang vocals for bands that we were both in. Um, and he he the first I remember the first time he did acid. It was at a um, a rave in Miami, and um, and he's he's just like I was walking around. I was, I, I was seeing the the reflections of the people coming off of the soda machine he's like i want to go stick the stick the a dollar into the um, soda machine but i couldn't i was bummed because i couldn't find the people button i wanted to buy one of the people that i saw in the soda machine (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, but see, that's and just you, where that's just a strain of thought, dude. I mean, and that happens a lot too. You get you do go get these weird trains of thought, but you know what I mean. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, uh, enough truck <laughs> talk. Moving on. There's only one band that I've ever been. Yeah, you know, that I haven't been the lead singer for, so you know exactly who I'm talking about. Oh, I know who we're talking. I know who we're talking about, and that actually that sounds like him, dude. That sounds like something he'd do if he was just like walking around. True, because he is that yeah. he is that not way. Make, not making fun of him. I'm not hating on him. I, no, not know, at all. I, I no, love dude. I love the guy. He's one of he's he you know he's a, he's a friend of mine. But I'm I'm just I'm just busting his balls, and we're we're not going to name drop anybody on 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 here so <laughs> so Belknap died but Vance survived and he sued Judas Priest because of subliminal messages in the song Better By You Better Than Me is and apparently this, the there was a backward message that said do it and an audio engineer went through the entire freaking album. It was on the Stained Class album. Yes. Stained, stained Class. You know, the, isn't that? No, that, never mind. Um, the, that's the one with the razor blade on the cover, right? Yeah, I was thinking it was the one that from the airplane, but that that's point of entry. Yeah. But um, and, an audio engineer actually found it. That's the only thing that he got was do it. Yeah. Well, yeah, dude, if you like, play Stairway it, to Heaven backwards, the part where it goes, and it makes me wonder, if you play that part backwards, it says, My Sweet Satan. Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, it does. But, I mean, I, I've done it, and it actually does sound like he's saying, My Sweet Satan, but... Yeah. You know, well, it's just, it's a coincidence, dude. It's like, because if, yeah. if, you, if you take, if you record and say, My Sweet Satan, and then play it backwards, it does not say, Really Makes Me Wonder. Right. So no, it's it's it's, it's, it's a, pure coincidence. It's totally just coincidence. But people look for shit like that because some yeah, dumb fuck Stevie started T, a rumor. <laughs> Stevie T did a, did several episodes on back messages and everything, and and the thing is, if you write lyrics that are going to sound, um, you know, it, he actually said it makes me wonder and played it backwards in his own voice, and it said my sweet Satan, mm-hmm. so it's, or something similar to it, but. The thing is, you know, if you write lyrics that make sense, you're not you're not thinking about oh, how's this going to come out if I if I play it backward? Yeah, it's just it's yeah, like, it's purely coincidence that any of this happens. Yeah, it is. It's like okay, it's like do it, do what? It, yeah, do it doesn't what? specify. Do it, go wash the car, mow the lawn. <laughs> yeah, hey, you know if, what? If, do do it. it. Do the dishes. Huh. Do the dishes. That's what he meant. If 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 do it is so bad, why was it Nike suit? Just do it. <laughs> so the, the the band Vinnie Vincent Invasion on their second album, um, All Systems Go, I can't remember what song it was on, but at the end of one of their songs, there's like a a backward message and everything, and it's just vocals. It's not, you know, it's clearly, it's obviously a backward message. So you you go play it backwards, mm. and it says, "Hey, tell your friends about us." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's brilliant. Yeah, that All Systems Go album by Vinnie Vincent Invasion was fucking brilliant. Yeah, poor Vinnie Vincent. 
Yeah. Now he looks like somebody's crazy freaking aunt. I know. It's weird. I don't know. I mean, never mind. I don't even want to go into that. That's that's a can of worms. No, we don't. I don't want to open. Yeah. Actually, therefore, I got I got their first album, the one they did with uh, before he got Mark Slaughter. Right, and that was good too. But I think I also some goes better. Dude. I love that one. Well, that was fucking well, what about, perfect. Fucking eighties, just glam cheese, fucking rock, dude. It was awesome. Yeah, but he matured a little bit on the second album and everything. It's like the the ballad "Love Kills." It was on the Nightmare on Elm Street Four yeah. soundtrack. That was really good. And then the the other ballad, uh, which is actually a better song in my opinion, on that time of year. That's a great song, and it's like the. The opening track on there, Ashes to Ashes, that one's a... Yeah, that's a good yeah, it's one. Just, that, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're right, though. They did they did kind of, like, tone down the the glam cheese aspect of it and did actually start writing good songs, or better songs. Yeah. But, dude, that first record... Yeah, the, the first album was good. Dude, that was fucking just... It was just so fucking over-the-top cheese fucking metal, dude. It was great. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I... I, I I liked it a lot, and it was like basically the the band went to hell, or the the band crashed and burned after the second album and everything, and then the the singer, the bass player, and the drummer just basically replaced Vinnie Vincent and started Slaughter. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Yep. So anyway, poor Vinnie Vincent. Oh, I love you, brother. Yeah. I hope everything's going well for you. Yeah, say what you will. He's still a badass guitar player. Yes, he still is an elite guitar player. Yeah, but I know his, his anyway, little hashtag. stint. His little stint and kiss just fucking held him back. But yeah, something about that though. If you look at the album, the writing credits on the Kiss's Revenge album, yeah, you'll see Vinnie Vincent there on. So even though he wasn't in the band, he was still a, a contributor. A dude, I mean, everybody, I mean, even though on Creatures of the Night, dude, that's when he first started playing yeah. with Kiss, dude. But Ace's picture is on the cover, but everybody knows that Vinnie Vincent actually played on the record. Right. And wrote the songs. But, yeah, but Ace still got credit for it. Like, Ace was so drunk at that point in time, dude, he would come in like, how'd I do today? As Vinnie Vincent was leaving the studio. <laughs> yeah. How'd I, I play know. today? I mean, it's crazy. Uh, you, you did great. Yeah, you did fine. <laughs> all, all systems, all systems go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hell yeah. Anyway, hashtag. But I digress. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, Judas Priest was found not responsible, but they were freaking humiliated in court for for weeks and everything. You know, mm-hmm. maybe even months. I mean, I I, I know that tr- trial dragged on for a while. It did. And it's just like what what kind of freaking yeah, you know, what kind of money did Vance have to be able to to hire an attorney to drag one of the top heavy metal bands in the fucking on the fucking planet into court for He that didn't. Long? His parents did. His parents are the one rich? that made him do it. I don't know if they were rich, but his parents are the one that fucking actually sued him. They just, you know. Mm. Our son shot himself but, because of this band. But James Vance, he did a a pathetic documentary called Dream Deceivers, and um, I watched it on Netflix a couple years ago. It's I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but I'm sure it's on YouTube. Right. But it's 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 pathetic. 
Yeah, I mean, he he's he's totally pathetic on this. And you know what? I don't like to blame. I don't like to blame a victim or anything like this. But this guy is just fucking pathetic. He, he's still like on the narrative that he's blaming Judas Priest because he tried to kill himself. Yeah. And then, you know, he later died in 19, 1988. You know, complications and everything. But oh, I was going to say, please tell me he committed suicide. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he, he died. I'm no. sorry. He, I just, you know, well, he had a practice run. Maybe he got it right. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm going to hell and I'm okay with that. No, but but you know what? I mean, I I don't I don't care. It it it's just like okay, say what you want about suicide, mental illness, and all that stuff. But but to go through that freaking charade about you know it's just like okay, I was tripping on acid or I was too drunk and didn't know what the fuck I was doing and all that stuff. No, I'm gonna blame Judas Priest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, 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 you're you're pathetic, dude. You're fucking pathetic. You're gonna blame Judas Priest for telling you to do it. Okay, what's it? Do it. I mean, it could be anything. It doesn't. It does not it, necessarily it, kill yourself. It could be. It could be. It could be. Go out and have a great life. Yeah. You know, make have a good career. You yeah. know, start a family. Have a have a bunch of babies. Make something of yourself. You know. Yeah. But. Whatever. Yeah. You know, although, although Judas Priest was absolved of any wrongdoing, their reputation was tarnished. People protested their concerts. And they called them um, they called them devil worshippers and stuff like that. Oh, but you know, it, it didn't it didn't matter. the The damage was done. But you know what? Priest got the last laugh. A few years later, they channeled all of their negativity and all of their you know their you know anger and emotion into their heaviest and arguably their best album, which was Painkiller. Oh, I thought you were going to say Turbo. <laughs> no, Painkiller was the next album. No way, dude. Painkiller didn't come out to the nineties. This was um this trial was in Did we skip all the way over the eighties? You know what? I think that I may have gotten that wrong. You're right. I think Turbo was the next album, and then Painkiller came out after that because they, this, they did the trial like, was in. They did the trial Turbo, was in Ram It Down. When did, did it, Turbo when, Ram It when, Down? They did. Yeah, a few, Ram It Down came out in '86. Yeah, they you're did a right. Few records damn. Before Painkiller, man. I don't know why I thought that, but damn, I wish that was the case. I wish Painkiller had been the the album after all of this shit. Oh, I know it would have been great, dude. Actually, I saw him on the Painkiller tour. You know what pissed me off about it? Is huh. that they sped everything up, dude. All their old songs were fucking fast. Everything was fucking fast. Well, the songs on Painkiller are long, so they, well, Victim of Changes, that's a long song. But no, but dude, everything was but, fast, dude. I mean, like, tempo-wise. Like, dude, Breaking the Law instead of being... It was... To, like, keep up with Painkiller's pace, you know? Well, I've, I've only seen them twice. I saw them at the House of Blues with um, Ripper Owens on lead vocals and the House of Blues in Orlando. And then when I was out in 2018, I was in Portland, Oregon, and I saw them at this arena there. And it was like mostly sold out and everything. And it was like the first or second um, show on the Firepower Tour. Mm -hmm. And and 
Oh, it was one of the earliest. I don't think it was like the second. I, I, it was like the third or fourth or something like that. Right. But, um, but it was, you know, and Firepower, what a great album that is. I mean, it, that, that's their best album since Painkiller, in my opinion. I'm going to have to take your word for it. But, no, it, it's great. Check it out. I mean, I'm serious. Check it out. But, um, but I mean, they, that was after Glenn Tipton had the Parkinson's and everything and his limited abilities and all that stuff. But, but he, he came out on stage and the place just erupted. And he played, he played like the last four songs, you know, the, like the easy songs, like Breaking the Law and yeah. You Got Another Thing Coming, Living After Midnight. And it, and when I saw them, dude freaking nailed Painkiller. Oh, yeah. Nailed it. I mean, it's just so. Yeah, I've I've seen. Yeah, I've, I've so, only you seen it twice. You know what I think is cool? Who's the guitar player they have now that replaced KK Downing? Richie, Richie Faulkner. Yeah, dude, that motherfucker is playing a guitar solo in a song while he's having a heart attack. It was painkiller. Yeah, whatever, dude. He's having a I, heart attack. While he's playing a solo of this song, keeps on playing. After the song's over, he goes, "I think I need to go to the doctor." Yeah, so they rush him to the they rush him to the hospital, and it wasn't a heart attack. It was actually something even worse than a heart attack. It was, it was like something ruptured. And um, oh, that's right, you know, dude, that's that, what it was. Yeah, dude, his yeah. fucking aorta ruptured. Right. Yeah, and um, so they replaced it. They replaced it with a fucking. But he never missed a freaking note in that solo. But you can see on the video where he just kind of looks disoriented, yeah. like he doesn't know where he is. But he still hits every note in that fucking solo perfectly. Yeah, dude, that's, that's how freaking awesome that's that guy muscle is. Memory taking over, dude. He's like, I don't know what's going on, but my hands are doing what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyway, okay, and, we digress. And luckily, again, luckily, luckily, they were closing with Painkiller at that show. Yeah. <laughs> But, but I mean, it. I I actually made a post on Facebook about this. It's like, okay, the thing that they replaced is actually made of metal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's circuit. It's it's circuits gleam. <laughs> but I I made yeah. a post on Facebook. It's like it's like okay, now we've got two metal gods and Judas Priest. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Every time that there was a smear campaign against heavy metal, it backfired. And it resulted in even more popularity and money for the bands. You know, and enter Tipper Gore. Oh, I was hoping we were going to get of, to this. <laughs> fuck yeah. Wife of Senator and um, failed presidential candidate and former vice president Al Gore. And con artist. We have to include con, con artist. artist. <laughs> with his fucking carbon credits, which is just bullshit. Yeah. That and, people oh fucking man, there spend were, there billions a, on that shit, dude. It's fucking horseshit. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, there there was a there was this freaking um there there was this from when he was an attorney. He actually you know when when he was an attorney, he, he actually um went there and pretended that he was like conjuring the voice of a dead victim. Oh god. It there there's there's like audio of that available. No, I, I am not even freaking lying. If there's audio of that, no, please don't. <laughs> I've heard the audio. True, oh my god. I don't know if it. I don't know if it was actually him. I heard it, and it was saying that it was him. It sounds like him, but I don't know. I I don't know if it. It, was it sounds like him. something you do. So yeah, I. It oh does. God. So. Anyway, moving yeah, and on. Then the whole, and then the whole man bear pig thing. 
<laughs> Smad bear pig. I'm cereal. <laughs> I'm super cereal. Hey, we gone full circle. We're yes, back we're South back Park. to South Park, right? <laughs> so, oh, that's sucking great. So they, um, so Inner Tipper Gore and the PMRC, and they came up with the filthy fifteen. Have list up on screen. Oh wait, I wasn't supposed to. Read that. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to read that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I did that on purpose. I know, <laughs> but that's fucking it, great. It, yeah. <laughs> The, the the filthy fifteen is Prince, darling Nikki, and that's and the lyrical content is about sex and masturbation. Yeah, like, I can see. Yeah, all right, I'll see is. that. That that sounds that is. is dirty. Sheena Easton, Sugar Walls, is about sex. Well, yeah, yeah. Sheena so? Priest, Eat Me Alive. It's about obviously, sex and obviously, violence. Obviously about cannibalism. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't go there with that. A band called Vanity that I've never even heard of. Oh, um, come on, dude. Called... Vanity Vanity was the girl in Purple Rain, the movie, dude. Princess Girlfriend. Oh, okay. Wait. No, that was Apollonia. Vanity was in... Uh, well, Vanity was in an, another, like, Prince-like side project kind of band, like, you know, he did. But she was the one oh, in really? Last Dragon. Oh. Okay. You remember The Last Dragon, right? Uh, you did see that movie? No. Oh, man. Look at uh, when it came out. Remember where I was during that time? Yeah, all right. But, okay, you have homework, <laughs> dude. You have homework. You have to find The Last Dragon somewhere and fucking watch that movie. You will lose your fucking mind. Okay, well, the... You know, I mean, you're like the only person on the planet that I can say this about. If you like it, I know I'm going to like it. Oh, and, yeah, dude. You, you, know, should, you should fucking love it, dude. I mean, ow, dude. It's, it's so fucking. How about a digression episode? Yeah, we could do that. We haven't done one of them. Yeah, yet, there we go. No, it, it, we, we do it like the like same thing we're going to do with that um, 70s Killdozer movie. Oh, yeah. Do like a video of us watching it and drinking beer. Fuck yeah, dude. We'll do that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So um so the the song was Strap on Robbie Baby. Strap Strap on Robbie Baby and that's obviously about sex and you know and strap ons. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Motley Crew bastard and that's violence and bad language. See that bastard dead. Dude, you could say bastard the- G-rated movies now. I mean, what the fuck? How is that even a bad Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, back so, then, yeah, probably it was maybe a little over the top, but still. But now ACDC is in this, too. The song is Let Me Put My Love Into You. But the thing is, is um, they they choose that song. I mean, this is during the satanic panic and everything where everybody's the devil. They're blaming him. But they didn't include Hell's Bells or Highway to Hell. They went with "Let me put my love into you." Yeah, well, I, I think like it sounds to me like this list is more about sex kind of stuff than no, no. It, we're getting into some of the well. More I mean, so so far on this up. list, it's been about mostly sex and a little right. bit of so violence. Far, yeah. yeah, there hasn't been much Satan but, stuff here yet. No, not yet, and there's not very much of it. There's only 15 songs, but um, but. You would think that they would have put like Hell's Bells or Highway to Hell in there, but um, 
but the but their song Night Prowler was accused of being Richard's um, Richard Ramirez's imper- inspiration for his crimes. Like ACDC caught hell for that too. It's like okay, it's, it's a song yeah, called Night AC- Prowler. I thought it was called Night Stalker. I, yeah, I, Stalker. It's Prowler. Is it? It's Prowler. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Now I have to look that up because. Well, according to you know, uh, <coughs> on um, according to Wiki, it was it was um, Night Prowler. All right. Well, that's cool. I mean, but we all know Wiki is I mean, I, not the most trustworthy. Hold on. Let me pull up the old Spotify. Hold on. Oh, fuck that. Uh, ain't gonna do that. You know what? I think it is. I think it is Night Prowler. Yeah, it it is. It is. Yep, and, it um, is. Yep, it is. My bad. My wrong. I'm sorry. Well, maybe yeah, I just we because they called that. Richard Ramirez the Night Stalker, so maybe that's I just put it together that yeah. that's the name of the song. I don't know. And it's not yeah, a Mandela effect because it. that shit's bullshit. <laughs> we we did talk about it on um on the Richard Ramirez episode, and we were calling it Night Stalker, but so well we were wrong. We uh I was mm-hmm. wrong. Whatever. Uh, well, we were both wrong. But it, it's consider this like our it, official retraction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, but, I mean, Richard, ACDC, how the, I mean, ACDC is a party band, man. They're, they're, yeah, but, you, you know, know, but, you know, Angus, they always got picture Angus on the cover with that hat with little devil horns on it. And they with got, devil like, horns, yeah. You know, I mean, all right. I mean, even though Angus Young doesn't drink or not, he drinks tea. That's the only thing he drinks. He is not, doesn't drink any alcohol. He's just. Is it Earl Grey? I, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. But see, that's the thing, though. He's actually that weren't they? They were born in Scotland and then moved to Australia. So he's not even British, like fucking old us. I didn't even know that. Sir I Patrick. didn't even know. I I never knew that. Yeah, I think him and Malcolm, they were born in Scotland and then their parents moved them to Australia. I never knew that. I think. I think I remember hearing that. I don't know. I could be wrong. Wow. But, I really okay, need to fact check it, things when I just remember them. <laughs> but if fine. I do that, I'll never say it because I'll be too busy looking it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the episodes will be six hours long. No shit. <laughs> They're already long enough. So, and then next is um, number seven is Twisted Sisters, We're Not Gonna Take It, and Violence. That song ain't. That, that song's Where's the not violence fucking in violence. That song? We're not gonna take it. No, we ain't gonna take it. We're not gonna take it anymore. There's no violence in that song. No, it's just it. I mean, that's a teenage angst song and everything, and it's a freaking anthem for standing up to what for what you believe in. Written by a bunch of transvestites. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that was the problem. (laughs) But. You know, I, uh, now speaking of twisted, uh, yeah. I'm so are we good? Are we good to get I gotta, into that? I, yeah, we are. That's next, and I, I keep wanting to go to this one, this other twisted sister song, and that that you're talking about. But we're we get uh, let's get through the the filthy fifteen. Yeah, let's get <laughs> um, through that first. Madonna, dress you up. Gonna dress you up in my life. Right, I don't see that. I don't <laughs> see that one at all. No, I, I don't. I don't see that one being sex or whatever. You've got style. That's what all the girls say. <laughs> yeah, I just I, I I don't see that one, but okay, it's on there. 
Um, and then, okay, this next one is sex, language, and violence. In the darkness, I can feel your love. All right. What was that one? I don't even think I know that song. Fuck like a beast. Hey, right, dude, just talk. Stop singing. <laughs> Animal, fuck like a beast by Wasp. Well, okay. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I, got... I could see that, dude. There's, there's like, dude, Wasp could take up the entire fifteen. To be honest with you, <laughs> but they I, could. but I liked Wasp. You know, whatever. I I did, dude, too. it didn't make I'm, me want to do anything bad or kill myself or do no. bad things to women or anything like that. It was just good fucking party rock, dude. You know what the hell back. Back then, back then, if I was going to go to a Wasp concert, I would make sure I would want to make sure that I was at least, uh, oh, at least forty or fifty feet back. Yeah, at least thirty thirty rows back. Yeah, because dude, they used to throw <laughs> fucking frozen meat out, dude, and knock people out. That was fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, same reason why I, like I've seen Guar in concert yes, three you times. Must, you must so stay I... in the back row for Guar. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> dude, but, dude, 30 rows back isn't even enough now, dude. They fucking up their fucking jizz cannons, dude. That shit will hit you 30, 30 rows back. <laughs> yeah, I've seen them in concert three times. And oh, I saw too. them, the last time I saw them in concert, they had, um, it was at the House of Blues on in Orlando on Disney property. And, um, and after, you know, like, as they were wrapping it up, Otis Arungus, rest in peace, yes. um, he, he says, "He says, oh, we had a great time. We loved it. Hope the mouse wasn't watching. <laughs> Hope the mouse wasn't watching. Dude, I seen him at a sci-fi he, con, dude, and it was right after fucking uh, episode one came out. And Odorous gets up on the stage. And, uh, I mean, they just start, they played a couple songs, and he stops, and he goes, all right, free Guar tickets for life to anybody that brings me the head of Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> funny um but but yeah apparently the mouse was watching because guar was banned well no that, shit that's dude. they are i mean dude i can see guar is fucking dirty as fuck dude i don't know if they have any songs yeah. on this list but no they don't but um I mean, but dude but it's they, all performance they, they are, art man but yeah it's, it's yeah but dirty it's fucking so that, vile so sometimes when i was because after after you know you know wasp on this list and everything it made me think of guar and i i was just like okay and guar got banned from and from disney disney property and i was like okay so let's see who who else is um banned from disney property oh here we go you're not going to believe you're not going to believe some of the bands that were banned from bands who were banned from disney property all right queensrike what Queensryche was banned for some reason, and it, it, the the list that I found it doesn't it, it it was also on Wikipedia, but it doesn't have any um any reason why they were were banned. But I saw Queensryche at that at that same House of Blues. Uh huh. But um, Queensryche was banned. There's, like, what the hell? Why, why Queensryche? Um, <clears throat> Dragon Force was banned. What? Dragon Force is on the official blacklist for um for Disney. Dragon Force can't play at the freaking, and, and and it makes sense because Queensrÿche back in the day they when they played Orlando they would play at the House of Blues. When I the last time that I saw them it was at Plaza Live. Uh, so apparently the, you know it's it's, it's ridiculous. It's like some of these they banned the Beatles. 
The Beatles are on that list. Dude, was there even House of Blues when the Beatles were around? No, it's just Disney Disney property. Oh, okay. The yeah, the 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 Beatles, but I I think they just put the the, the Beatles aren't going to go play at Disney World. No, or Disneyland or anywhere. Disney Europe, or whatever. Disney Paris, Disney yeah. Japan, nowhere. They're not going to. Well, I mean, there wasn't all no, those Disney's gonna... when the Beatles were still a group, but still. <laughs> I mean, there's 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 a whole bunch of bands. On, there's like so, hundreds so does that of bands. Mean, that so are does on that, that mean if you're, they won't hire a Beatles tribute band? I wonder. You know what I'm saying? Or you like, know what? You know what? Um, classic classic albums live. When they play in Orlando, they play at Plaza Live or the or the um or the Hard Rock. Oh, so maybe they don't. Interesting, huh? Because 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 pla- cl- classic albums live they do um they do some of the you know some Beatles albums. Oh yeah, no they do. I mean they're, they're amazing, dude. They yeah they are. They do everything. I mean I I tried to I tried to get them to do a freaking meatloaf thing and and I would come you know and I would sing for it, but they weren't interested and they weren't interested. Yeah. Oh well. There's not very there's not very many people that can duplicate meatloaf's voice, but I am one of them. Right. I can. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Moving on. Def Leppard, high and dry. What? Drug and alcohol use. Actually, you know what? If it high, if they're high and dry, that doesn't yeah, that doesn't, doesn't that driving that no alcohol. No alcohol. <laughs> I can't remember what the lyrics of that. Song I, I can't are, either, but, but I'm sure it it can't be bad. Right. So, Merciful Fate, Into the Coven, which is occult. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Black Sabbath, trashed. Drug and alcohol use. Well, no shit. Now the, That's the only reason Ozzy Osbourne is still alive. <laughs> no, that wasn't Ozzy. That was Ian Gillen. What? Ian Gillen was the Oh, that's, what, that's, why, I didn't the reckon, that's why I didn't recognize the song. But the thing is, is that, that song... That that song is basically he's he's praying to the porcelain god. Yes. Yeah, he's just like, "Ooh, Mister Miracle, save me from some pain." I thank you, Mister Miracle. I won't get trashed again. Yeah. So, it, if anything, that sounds to me like he's speaking against it. Against it. Yeah, it's just like Suicide Solution is an anti-suicide song, which we'll get to. Next is uh, we're gonna wrap it up. Mary Jane Girls in my house, which is sex. I've never heard that song. Venom, possessed, which is a cult, and then Cindy Lauper, she bop, sex, masturbation. Yeah, well, that song is about masturbation, but yeah, yeah, it is. It's a cool but song you know to what? play too. None of, yeah, but none of these songs, none of these songs about sex, even freaking wasp, animal, fuck like a beast. Can hold a candle to WAP. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, so, God. <laughs> so. Wet ass pussy. Well, <laughs> one of us had to so, say it. Yep. <laughs> so so then, the next thing you know, all of this thing winds up, their, their Congress is doing a, um, a whole... You know, investigation into it and everything, and and like a bunch of Frank Zappa, um, Dee Snyder of Twisted Sister, um, 
a, a whole bunch of other artists, including John Denver, which that went through Congress for a loop because they never thought that John Denver would come out in defense of, you know, of all these rock and roll and heavy metal people and everything. But he he did. And God bless you, John Denver. Yes, you, know, you crazy fucking <laughs> experimental aircraft flyer. We love you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. I hope Flat Earth Frank isn't, like, camping outside and heard heard you say that. I hope so, too. The, cr- Dude, hopefully, the crazy... Hopefully he's still trying to find the edge of the Earth. <laughs> no, because, you know, his, his guy that, you know, did the experimental aircraft, you know, and yeah. it cost him his life, you know, whatever. Sure. But, yeah. um... But Frank Zappa, he he did, you know, Frank Zappa, he did his thing, and 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 they were expecting, they were expecting backlash, you know, they were expecting Frank Zappa to come on and put a good show, because that guy is a, well, he was a very intellectual, and intelligent guy, yes, and and it was well known that he was that, so it's just like they they knew that they were going to have, you know, their hands full with him, but. All of a sudden, freaking D. Snyder of Twisted Sister comes in with the tightest fucking blue jeans she had, a freaking cut off fucking black metal shirt, and everything. He's wearing sunglasses, his hair is all vest. teased up, yes, and everything. Dude, he just showed a, up. Yeah, he just showed up, and he sits down and he just rips their entire argument to shreds. And he's just like, blah, you know. It's just, I mean, the, if you haven't seen it, go on YouTube because it's there. D. Snyder. PMRC, Congress, yes, whatever, you'll shit. find it. It is fucking beautiful yeah. how he just takes them to task fucking and everything. brutal, dude. And he, he fucking ripped them apart. <laughs> and they thought he was, oh, yeah, this, he okay, did. this dumb fucking guy that dresses like a transvestite and sings songs about this and that, dude, what's he going to yeah. do? How is he going to fucking even remotely do anything good for this, for his side of the case? And he just goes there and fucking ripped them to shreds. Yeah, and um, and they and it's like they didn't even know what hit him. They didn't even know it hit him. It was like it was it was like the the, the bullets that hit Killdozer. Yeah, I mean, dude, like seriously, yeah, dude, like, if D. Snyder had stood up and fucking taken that mic and fucking dropped it on, that would have been that was the very first mic oh, drop yeah. without him act without him actually dropping the mic, dude. That was the very first yeah, mic. It drop. was because he because he just got up and walked out. Yeah. After he was done, and but but she but the but during during that whole thing another twisted sister song came up and it was a song called Under the Blade. Under the Blade, yes. Now that song Under the Blade it was about their guitar player he was going to have to have some surgery and he and he had never had surgery before and he was like really freaked out about it and everything. So the song was written about his anxiety before going Under the Blade. But Tipper Gore found something like sexual you know like s&m about it and everything and then d snyder very calmly he's just like oh under the blade under the blade is about my guitar players you know experience you know about his anxieties going into surgery the senator's wife you know she found something sexual about it i mean that's not my fault that she found something sexual about it maybe you know that has something to do with something that she's not getting at home. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 then the camera flashes to Al Gore, and his face turns beat fucking red. <laughs> yes, I mean you, you truly had to be alive during this time to fully appreciate this because of the bullshit that was going on. But I mean, oh, dude, yeah. it was. Oh, it was that the was, most amazing was... fucking thing to see. I uh, just it's. You know, it, dude, it was just instant vindication, basically, yeah, for everyone. I mean, you know, D went up there and said, look, I'm going to fix this. And he fucking did. Yeah, and he did. 
And the thing, and the thing about it is, the thing about it is, it was originally slated to be um, Vince Neil. Oh dear God! But D. Snyder just like Vince, I got this. Yeah, because dude, you know what? <laughs> we, you know, you know where we'd be right but, now if Vince Neil's fucking drunk ass had got up there and fucking started talking. Yeah, he would just be like, "Metal rules, man." Yeah, dude. Yeah, I skydived naked from an aeroplane. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but the but the thing about it is, um, it, it was supposed to be Vince Neil, but at the last minute, D. Snyder, and I, I gotta think that D. Snyder just called up Vince and was just like, "Dude, you're gonna make a fool out of yourself. Let me handle this." Yeah, thank you, D. Because they weren't, ex- they weren't. Yeah, thank you, D. They weren't expecting D. Snyder. No. But even even when he walked through the door instead of Vince Neil, they were um you know they were probably thinking ah we got this oh it, it's that guy he's 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 on the filthy fifteen list yeah. yeah we got him you know we got we got this we're and he just rips them the fucking dude shreds. was Molly Crew on the filthy fifteen list yeah they they were what was the song but, I don't remember the song bastard oh bastard dude really bastard and not fucking um. What is it? Looks at kill that talks about fucking underage sex. Yeah, yeah. Or um, or or um, shout at the devil. Yeah. Because but, dude, I mean, dude, they changed the words and looks at kill to because she's a number thirteen, but on the original demo it said she's only thirteen. Oh shit! I didn't know that. So yeah, dude, that song's about but, banging but you know fucking what? minors. All these, all these things, all, all, all this list is, all this list is, is like songs about, um, you know, about sex and everything. But you know, let's go back to the music that fucking Al Gore and Tipper Gore and all that listen to and everything. Girl, you'll be a woman soon. Yeah. Please take my hand. There's fucking songs that came out in the fucking 50s and everything from these fucking crooners and everything, you know, like Frank Sinatra and all them, that are flat out about yeah. about fucking a 16-year-old girl. Oh, yeah. No, I know. <laughs> oh, just a little aside. I did see a video of Motley Crue on their last tour when they were in Orlando, and Vince Neil was fucking singing really fucking good this time. He was hitting all the words. Yeah, I, I saw it, and, and he sounded... He sounded decent. He didn't yeah. sound great. No, it wasn't great, decent. but it's better than he's been in the past few years. Right. And I was like, yeah, I was so like he, really so impressed with that. The only thing that bugged me is like, what the fuck was that muumuu he was wearing? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, no, dude, Vince. Um, it's easy to kid Vince so, because he has so much proof of him being, yeah, being a bad singer that it's easy to fucking fuck with him. But you know, a lot of people won't say that not, he did good, not, but he did good. So not to. Yeah, he did do good on that one. Not not to mention the not to mention the video of him doing the chicken dance. Yeah, well, you know, I wasn't going to go there, but okay. So bands like Merciful Fate were the closest thing that there was to Satan. Of Merciful Fate, you know, King Diamond is actually a member of of, of the Church of Satan. Um, Merciful Fate and Venom both had songs about Satan and everything, but they but they never killed anybody. All that we but know of. What about <laughs> right? <laughs> Sorry. No, the, neither one of them are from Norway. Okay. <laughs> so, but the thing about it is, like, what about the, you know, what about the movies, like The Omen or The Exorcist? Yeah. Amityville Horror. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, that that was all a hoax, but still. Yeah, it just... What... Yeah, it's just like at this point, at this point, movies and everything, like The Omen, The Exorcist and everything, all those movies were out at that point. Oh, way past that. Amityville Horror. All those movies came out in the 70s, dude. Yeah. So they were out. But they, you know, the producers of those movies weren't um, making it. And it's just like The the Omen, you know, you've got people like, you know, chanting like fucking hail Satan and all that stuff and everything. And about the, about how the freaking Antichrist comes and takes over the freaking world. Mm. Rosemary's Baby. Rosemary's Baby. That was, but that movie was so good. Mm-hmm. God. But we all know that, we all know that Rosemary's Baby was framed. Yes. <laughs> yes, they she switched, was. They switched, they switched the kid. They changed his name. Yep. <laughs> oh boy, uh, that that was a local reference. But anyway, the bands doubled down. They're, they're just basically like, okay, you're going to accuse us of doing this. Fine, enter the inverted crosses, six 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 pentagrams. Yeah, and it's all for shock value. Um, Ozzy, Slayer, Motley Crue. They they all they all did that they all did that shit and actually now Anthrax started doing it, you know over the past like like ten fifteen years or so Anthrax started putting the pentagram into their shit. Why I don't know. I mean I know right, dude. Anthrax, Anthrax is, is like intelligent, goofy fucking metal, dude. Why? I mean whatever. I mean I guess. And by, yeah, and by, and by intelligent, I mean, I, I mean they base a lot of their songs on books, and they've obviously had to have read the books to write the songs. Right. I mean, they're they're like a they're like a thrash metal version of Iron Maiden. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like a goofy version of Iron Maiden. Right. Right. I mean, um, I mean, because I mean, I'm sorry, dude, but their their songs are fucking they're goofy as shit. I mean, it's good. It's good and heavy, but it's just like it's it was like completely different from all the other thash bands that were out there. They were like wearing fucking. Right, they 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 weren't they're taking themselves board, seriously. They're wearing board shorts and t-shirts and fucking like Ninja Turtles and all that shit, dude. I mean, it's fucking great. I, I mean, they were they they released a fucking um you know rap song called "I'm the Man," and you know they they used like samples of Sam Kennison going "Ow, ow," and they also used a fucking sample of fucking Metallica from Master of Puppets. Dude, I don't even think that was samples, dude. I think they actually did that shit. Nah, if you listen to it, it's 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 um, it's it's sample. But they did it just just because of it. They had the record scratch in and all that stuff yeah. and everything. And it was fucking it was fucking brilliant. Then they come out and do do a fucking you know bring the noise with Public Enemy, and that was fucking awesome. Fuck yeah, dude! The first fucking rap but, metal but shit they, ever. Yeah, well, I'm, well, Aerosmith and Run DMC, but. No, but they um, Aerosmith isn't metal, dude. Aerosmith is rock and roll. I'm talking no, about rap metal, like right. the, the shit that fucking like Limp Biscuit and all that crap is fucking spawned from. Yeah, it was it was Anthrax and Public Enemy, followed by Biohazard and whatever band oh, that it was. God. What the, did, who did Biohazard do? I remember that song. I thought it was pretty good when they did it. Yeah, but that that it was that matter. was next, and doesn't that. Matter. That was the song. That was the song that spawned freaking, um, you know, like Limp Biscuit and shit like that. But, <clears throat> but I don't know why Anthrax is using the fucking pentagram imagery and stuff like that now because they they were that's never what they were about. But 
and I, I haven't listened to any of their newer stuff, so I don't know if they're singing about Satan or anything like that. I don't do know. They I have do know they're stuff? just using. I mean, fuck, dude. Yeah, they do. Oh, and, and at their on their latest tour, uh, you know, Joey Belladonna, their um, their wait, what's the singer's name? Joey Belladonna. Joey. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, and John you know, Bush. He, they got John Bush after Joey left and did right. The Sound of White but, Noise, um, which their, is by far their best and worst album at the same time. <laughs> but they, but on their current tour, Joey is singing um, only. Oh yeah, and that's that's the first that's the first time that that's the first time they've ever done any John Bush era stuff with Joey, and it's just like, okay, Iron Maiden does it. Now Anthrax is doing it. All right, Priest, your move. <laughs> I'd like to hear Rob Halford do some fucking Ripper stuff. Yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know. Anyway. We'll and we digress a yeah. long one on that one, but that's all right. <laughs> there was a 2020 documentary and everything that documented, in 1985, that documented all that stuff, you know, with all the imagery and pentagram and all that stuff. But it's just like, we're just doing this because we because you say that we're doing it. Yeah, right. You know, and I mean, do I think that Vince Neil and freaking Tommy Lee are freaking devil worshippers? No, they're not. No, of course not. They're they're freaking druggy, you know, they're freaking druggy party animals. That's all they are. Yeah. The only ally that metal had at the time was um was MTV, believe it or not. Yeah, MTV did used to play music videos. <laughs> God, those were the days, weren't and, they? Yeah, and, and some some radio stations like Z Rock, um, and what what what's that one out of San Francisco? The Knack. The Knack, yes, K N A C. Yeah, and actually, ninety eight Rock in Tampa was a another good one. Yeah, they would they would play all the stuff that um that wasn't being played on the mainstream mm-hmm. and everything and. And there were others too. I'm, I'm sure that like every region had its own radio station that had metals back. Right. Videos from bands like Iron Maiden and Ozzy all showed scenes that looked like they were from a cheesy horror film. And some actually were scenes from a cheesy horror film. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, they actually used them. But, <laughs> you know, it, it's just Iron Maiden, I mean, yeah, it just it, they get brought up, but they they were never. I mean, people were protesting Iron Maiden's concerts, Ozzy's concerts, all of their concerts and everything. And yeah, and and it's like I'm surprised that Iron Maiden never got hauled into court and everything because of the, the just because of the fact that they had a song called "Number of the Beast." Yeah, you know, but but that song's not about worship. It it's about somebody witnessing worshiping you know yeah. like a double worship a, a satanic thing it's not about him you know it's not about it's like hey, hey we worship the devil you know the a lot of a lot of these songs and everything like ozzy's mr crowley and it and it's like ozzy knows all about mr crowley uh, alistair crowley uh, you know no he doesn't alistair, alistair, <laughs> no no Okay, I'm going to digress here, but it's it's pertinent to this, what he just said. I've seen a video of Zach Wild. I think he was on the Joe Rogan podcast. I'm not sure. I don't exactly remember where it was, but Zach's talking. He's like, 
yeah, dude, we're like in the studio recording or whatever. And I, I found this. I was out, and I found this picture of Alistair Crowley. So I put it up on the wall in the jam room or whatever. And I, he said, like, dude, Ozzy comes in. He's like, you know, because he's got a picture like Hendrix and Clapton and then Alistair Crowley. And Ozzy comes in. He's like, who's that guy? Who's that bald fucking cunt on the end, Zach? Zach, uh, Zach goes, <laughs> Ozzy. You know who that is. You've been singing about him for fucking 40 years. But I don't know who it is. Zach, come on. Tell me who that fucking bald cunt is. And he's like, Ozzy, you have a, you wrote a song about him. I said, what song? What fucking song? <laughs> who is it? Who the fuck is it? Zach goes, dude, that's Aleister Crowley. You know your song, Mr. Crowley? You're like, oh, that's what that fucking cunt looks like? <laughs> okay, all right. I take back what I said then. Sorry about my sorry about my poor Aussie imitation there, but I it was you know I tried. It, no, but Alistair Crowley was a piece of shit. Uh, to put yeah, it mildly, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. So yeah, but but if you if you listen to the lyrics of Alistair Crowley, I, I mean, I. Well, I'm I'm thinking about the lyrics now in a whole new light now, knowing that. <laughs> he just thought Aleister Crowley was cool. Maybe he thought that he was writing the song about Anton LaVey. I don't know, maybe. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? Though? It's just like, it's just funny that Ozzy has this song that he's been doing since, what, like 82? Like for 40 fucking years, and he didn't even know what the guy looked like. Yeah. <laughs> it's like okay i mean no, he, ob he obviously knew who he was because like the lyrics in the song are obviously about him so he knew who he was he, no, just he didn't know what he looked he like he could have well he mentioned sex magic in the um and the song so he did know something yeah that, that something. sex magic that's not alistair Crow that's not um anton LaVey. that's alistair crowley yeah. oh dude and then you know what we could do an episode about Alistair. Crowley. Yeah, we could. But no, dude, you know where I think right, I remember this this just popped into my head. Now I remember Ozzy talking about um Jimmy Page gave him a copy of one of Alistair Crowley's books. And he signed it. He said, um it said polemically polemically yours, Jimmy Page, or something like that, and gave Ozzy a copy of fucking one of Crowley's books. And I think that's might where the idea came from. Could be. But don't hold me to that either, because that could just be my brain remembering like ten different stories and combining them into one. Because that happens. Well, no, I mean it. It, it probably it it probably did happen. I mean Jimmy Page owns um, Aleister Crowley's mansion. Yeah. And um and he you know it's so so it's it. I mean Led Zeppelin was part of all of this too, of like getting the blame and everything. But once again, they they were never you know like hauled into court about it. So, well, yeah, they weren't even. They were yeah, barely a band in the. 80s. They weren't even. They weren't even yeah, a they, band they, in the eighties. Yeah, they they. It's like they they came back for Live Aid, and yeah. that was pretty much it. But you know, it's just like, yeah, I like to think that Metallica is like the Led Zeppelin of our time. You know. Yeah, I can see because that. at the time, at the time, at the time, Led Zeppelin was the biggest rock and roll band on the planet. Yeah, I mean, dude, Metallica's been around for fucking 40 years as well. So, I mean, dude, they've been around longer than Led Zeppelin right. was. I mean, when Led Zeppelin was actually yeah. a band. Right. I mean, and they still play. No, I mean, granted, I know Robert Plant and Jimmy Page and 
I don't know if I don't even know if John Paul Jones is John still Paul alive. Jones. Yeah, I don't know if he is or not. But I, I know nothing that against him, dude. Shows. He's a great musician, dude. I'm just, but I was never yeah. a Led Zeppelin fan. But I mean, you have to know who Jimmy Page and Robert Plant are. I know right. that they, they still kind of play, but I mean, do they? <laughs> you know, not really. But uh, we're not going to Led Zeppelin our freaking episode here. And then there's the Stones. But, Jesus Christ. <laughs> God. That's all I'm saying about that. Move on, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's not digress about the Rolling Stones. But, um, yeah, they, but ultimately MTV caved. Yeah, and, yeah, to, to the media and the PMRC. And so basically they, you know, heavy metal could only be played on Saturday nights from 12 to, from midnight to 3 a.m. on Headbangers Ball. Headbangers Ball. And that was MTV's highest rated show. At the time. And the fucked up 12, thing was, from dude. From midnight they did, to 3 a.m. The fucked up thing, though, dude, is they played mostly hair metal shit on that. They didn't even play the really fucking heavy shit. They did. I can remember seeing Metallica, Megadeth, Testament, Cannibal. Dude, dude Cannibal when Headbangers Force, Ball but, uh, was going, I mean, until like 88, I mean, Metallica never made a video. So, I mean, obviously you're not going to see any Metallica videos. But, I mean, dude, I mean, well, yeah. true. I mean, dude, sure. like, seriously, when, when right. Headbangers Ball started, yeah, I mean, you had Megadeth, P- Slayer, possibly, Anthrax. Slayer, Anthrax. I mean, but um. but then the rest of it was, like, fucking just the hair metal shit. It was fucking Warrant and Poison well, they, and they would play, they would, and, I mean, well, they would play. to me, isn't like. They would play Queensryche. Uh, they would play Queensryche. They would play Sabotage. They would play, um, you know, they, 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 play, they would play Iron Maiden. They would, I mean, they, they did play. You know, a, a good variety of shit, but you, but you're right. It was it, the majority of it was hair metal, but they did throw in the the good stuff too. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, it wasn't as often. I mean, it was mostly like the popular fucking hair metal songs, and then a right. fucking really heavy song every now and again. I mean, they would play Exodus and Accept, and but you have to you, you know, have to realize too that Halloween at, at this time though at this time, if it wasn't Megadeth, Metallica, Anthrax, Slayer. I didn't want to hear it, or Testament, dude. I did. Lo- yeah, I did true. love Testament. If it wasn't any of those, yeah, I didn't want metal to church. Hear it. Metal church. Yeah, well, I did. I did. I got into metal church a little bit later on. Okay, they 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 did. They they gave thrash metal a good amount of coverage. But dude, I they mean, did. I'm watching a show called Headbangers Ball, and they're playing Poison. It's like, dude, Poison is not headbanging music. Now, don't get me wrong. I right, like and they would play fucking nothing but a good. They would. They would play had nothing but a good time like every freaking episode yeah, every week that, that, that's not headbanging dude i mean headbangers ball nah. is to me in my opinion was supposed to be all the heavy shit that they don't play during the rest of the week because they play poison and right and all that shit in regular rotation dude it's like come on dude headbangers ball play right. the heavy shit and they they did just not just not yeah you know, just not enough but they played the but well you know what they were doing they were they were getting the they were getting the people to come in, you know the the. I know I got maybe you. Ex, ex, expose expose the people that like the all the pop the popular commercial stuff maybe expose them to some of the other stuff and I get it yeah you know, I get it but still yeah you know, and I and I'm I'm in your camp I would have I would have rather have seen more freaking bands like Iron Maiden or you know freaking Faith's Warning I mean I you know they. they 
They I I they only played Lonely by Crimson Glory like twice on that entire show and I actually happened to see it one time. One one of the two times. But anyway. Who? But Crimson Glory. You all know who Crimson Glory is? Yeah, no one else did either. That's why they only played it twice. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, man. Come man. on. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they're a great band, but I don't. I've never heard of them. Oh, look them up. They're from Florida. Oh, Todd Latore, Queens Rake. Todd Latore, Queens Rake's lead singer. Yeah, he he sang for Crimson Glory after um, their original singer had died. Oh, I said I never heard of Todd Latore so, until he started singing for Queens Rake. So. Uh, so that See, dude, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not two- like that. I'm not that fucking music nerd, dude. I don't follow bands. I don't. If I don't hear it, in well, my, Todd- if I don't hear it in my day to day life, it doesn't fucking exist to me. Well, Todd, the tour, go on Spotify. Listen to um, Crimson Glory's Transcendence album. That it's a masterpiece. And I'm not even freaking exaggerating. No, check it out. I'm, I'm just telling you. you. You gave me homework. I'm giving you homework. All right, I'll, I'll try. <laughs> Oh, gee, you're gonna love it. It's a fucking awesome. I doubt it. But anyway, okay. <laughs> in 1980, in 1980, Ozzy Osbourne released the Blizzard of Oz album, and you know, with that contained the song "Suicide Solution." Um, parents of teenager John McCollum sued Ozzy because they decided that the that that song drove him to commit suicide. The song is about alcoholism, his own alcoholism and how he was killing himself by you know, like drinking like hardcore yeah, the the, the wine is fine but whiskey's quicker, suicide is slow with liquor yeah. uh, take a bottle, drown your so- sorrow then it floods away your tomorrows you know, that doesn't sound like somebody saying, hey, go kill yourself that sounds like somebody saying, hey back off your drinking yeah you know, I mean, it just and he did at that point. He did back off because, I mean, one of the videos that he released in over the past couple of years, it was a song. I can't remember. I think it was Under the Grave, maybe. Um, he released this video and it was basically a recreation of how, you know, he was like about, you know, he was he had like drank himself into oblivion and all that stuff and somehow news reports started coming out and this it's about this, how he met Sharon. Mm-hmm. Sharon basically was a fan who just it's like I'm going to go do something about this. I'm going to help him and she helped him. She just like dragged him out. At least I don't know if this is the actual story but that's what's in the video for the song. Right. And um but I think it, I think that I heard that it, it that it is actually what happened. She cared enough about him and everything. She nursed him back to health. They fell in love, and the rest is history. Sharon. Well, you do know, right, that her father was the manager of Black Sabbath. Okay, well, maybe that's how she got the inside information. Yeah. Well, then, but when Ozzy broke off and went solo, I mean, he was already dating her. I think. Oh, I didn't. Okay, I didn't. Because, okay, so because so I think the, she's the one, or maybe they weren't seeing each other at the time, but she's the one when Ozzy left Black Sabbath. She's the one that said, "Hey, we're gonna take you solo. We got to find you the right band and do this, and I'm gonna be your manager." 
because her father okay, yeah, was you're, like, you're right. her father was screwing Black Sabbath over, and she's like, I won't do that to you. Not to you. I'll do it to everybody okay, else so, in your band, but I won't screw you over. <laughs> so, okay, so the so the, the song, I, I think it's Under the Graveyard. Yeah. Um, I, I think it is. I might be wrong, but the, the video for that song, so that's just, uh, that's just, that's. It's a, it's a, a, fiction, a, it's a fictionalized picture. account of what happened. But, I mean, no, she did right. She yeah. did fucking, like, get him, try to get do her best to get him sober. Because, actually, Ozzy got so drunk one night, he tried to kill her. Yeah. He was so, that, he was that, so drunk out of his mind, he walked up to her and started strangling her and said, we've decided that you have to go. <laughs> and I'd be like, who's we, motherfucker? I didn't decide that. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't try to pin down a Judas Priest would do it. <laughs> oh, no, he didn't have to, dude, because in Suicide <laughs> Solution, if you've watched that, I, mean, I don't know yeah. if you're getting there yet or not, but. I haven't seen the video to Suicide Solution. It's not a video in the song. Like, oh. when that was brought up in court, I can't remember. I think it was the fucking, the other, the, the, the kid that killed himself oh. and blamed the song. They blamed the song. He's like, dude, at yeah. the end of this song, it says, get the gun, get the gun, shoot, 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 yeah. shoot. And he did it. He said it like four times. Yeah. That's fucking like beanhead fucking lawyer. I don't know what, be- yeah, I don't know what like- beanhead means. I was thinking like two things at once, but anyway. Hey, it, it works. I, I, I remember what you're talking about. It's, it's like, but that's uh, like supposedly backward masking. It no, it's, it's, it's not, it's not I, backward I, mask, dude. You can actually like, if you listen to it. You can hear it. It does. It almost does sound like he says, "Get the gun, get the gun, shoot, 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 shoot." But oh, okay. It could be Ozzy just drunk and fucking babbling too. You know, who knows? I don't think it was backwards because I don't. I don't remember them saying anything about playing it backwards. And Ozzy's like, "Dude, I didn't say get the gun, shoot, shoot, shoot." What the fuck is that? I don't even know what that means. You know what I? Okay. I'm glad you brought that up because I remember that clip of the attorney saying that, but I couldn't remember where the fuck it was from. Uh, so I'm glad you brought that yeah, up. I'm pretty sure it was from that trial. But still, I mean, I, but still, I don't, I don't, I know, I, I just can't. You know, if, if, if you watch a friggin' horror movie, if you watch a friggin' horror movie, and you've got somebody in the in in the horror movie like encouraging somebody to kill themselves. And everything like that. It's just like you're not going to go and just fucking kill yourself because you saw it in the fucking movie. You're, no. yeah, you're just going <clears> to. <throat> but and it's just these are these are people, the people that form these lawsuits and everything. They're they're just people capitalizing on it and trying to make a fucking buck off of their off of their, you know, their their family members' freaking mental illness. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's disgusting. It is, but you know. It was the '80s. It was a different time. Yeah, I mean, you know, they didn't. Like, you know, it was it was the '80s. There wasn't internet. There wasn't anything else to fucking blame shit on. So they had to. They found a scapegoat and just ran with it. Yeah. So, Ozzy was cleared of any responsibility as well. He should have been. But next up, Slayer. Satan last rot. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, ABC News, um Yeah, and this is fake news. 
Because when they reported on the story, they called Slayer death metal. Oh, my God, really? Slayer is not death metal. No, never were. No, they're thrash metal. I mean, they may have inspired um, some death metal bands, but they're not death metal. Oh, absolutely. But, and as Bart Simpson found out, Judas Priest isn't death metal either. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Jesus. You never know when my singers are coming to you. (laughs) Holy shit. All right. Oh, shit. But, um, <laughs> you, you, that one episode, because on the Priest episode where Priest was on there, they called him Death Metal. And then, like, uh, like a, on the week later, it's like Bart Simpson's writing Judas Priest is not Death Metal on the chalkboard. Yeah. That's fucking great. Priest <laughs> is not Death Metal. <laughs> But uh, Slayer is not death metal. But um, they. I could see the confusion, they, though, but no, they're not. Right. And to somebody that doesn't know the multiple genres of metal and everything, yeah, you might hear Slayer and it's like, oh, that's got to be death metal. But no, it's not. It's thrash. Yes. It's thrash. They, I mean, they are part of the big four of thrash metal yes. along with Megadeth, Anthrax, and Metallica. All right. Now, I saw, I saw, now I'm going to interject here again with a little digression, but it's on topic from what you just said. Okay. What if it was the big five? Who would be number five? In your opinion. Exodus or Metal Church or Testament. Say Death Angel? No, not Death Angel. Fuck them. They suck. Yeah, they. Yeah. I I, I agree with you. I, I mean, I wouldn't have picked Exodus, but I would definitely. It's either Testament or Metal Church for sure. Yeah, yeah. I I, I would probably I would probably lean more toward Metal or Metal Church than Testament. But yeah, dude. I don't know. I, just, I just I remember I saw I, I saw I like, this shit. I I forget where I saw it. It's probably on fucking TikTok, dude. Because every apparently everything I see is on TikTok now. <laughs> I don't even have TikTok. You know, dude. I got it as a joke, yeah, I, and now I just I can't live without it. All right, you're 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 gonna make me get it. I know. No, you're... don't don't, dude. But... Don't seriously, don't, dude. It's, it's... <laughs> It, it's well, I got I got Reddit. I got Reddit. Yeah, just stick with I got Reddit. Reddit. That's bad Reddit, enough. Dude. Tick, TikTok <laughs> is fucking addictive. And uh, and also, Wait. dude, it's, so, it's it's just like Facebook, dude. It's so full of bullshit. You got to filter through all the bullshit to get to the good stuff. It's just it ain't worth it. But I'm fucking addicted to it. No. I can't stop. So anyway, all right. Like I said, okay, that was my my little digression there. Hashtag, but I digress. Moving on. Okay. But no, but. I think Metal Church, and the the reason, I mean, Alex Skolnick, I know Alex Skolnick's name. Yeah. I don't know the, I don't know the name of Metal Church's guitar players. So Al, Al, Alex Skolnick is like one of the elite guitar players. I mean, he, 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 he's part of Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Oh, is he doing that and now? You, oh, he's been doing it. He's, he's been part of them for a long time. But, um, but you... Yeah, you 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 got to be on the top, you know, like one of the best in order to be part of Trans Siberian Orchestra. You know, so, you know that came from Sabotage, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, absolutely. I well, know. I figured you would, but well, I was sabotage. Just okay, 
ABC News, um, you know, fake fake news. They called Slayer death metal, and we went there yes. and everything. But they they had they had reported on this case about Slayer being thrown out in 2001. This is the article that I found. I didn't find like a whole shitload of details about about it. And so basically what happened was Elise Marie and the, we could we could actually do an entire episode on this on Slayer on on Slayer's court case uh-huh. and what happened. I mean this is just crazy. It's right up our freaking alley. But Elise Marie Pauler, she was a she was fifteen year old girl, and she was killed in nineteen ninety five. Uh, her body was discovered in nineteen ninety six, March of nineteen ninety six, and you know she had been raped and murdered. Oh boy! But this was but the case, yeah, the body hadn't been found for eight months. But um. You know, air quotes, friends of hers, Jacob, (laughs) (laughs) Jacob Delashmutt, that's his name. Okay. Delashmutt. But in the the rest of the time that we're talking about him, I'm I'm just going to call him Delashmuck. All right. Sounds like a plan. We usually usually come up with crazy nicknames for these assholes, so. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Joseph Fuhrer. Joseph Fiorella and Royce Casey. They murdered her and they went back. They they all went back after the fact and had necrophilic relations with her. Oh, no. Wait, how long after? Well, no, I mean, her, her body was was discovered like eight months later. I mean, they they weren't doing it eight months later. They, they, they went back like... Over days, a week. Oh, okay. So it's, like it's not like she was yeah. like actually like starting to decompose and shit, and they were like decompose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But Ugh. that's I mean it's fucked up either way, but still, Jesus. Right. Royce Casey, you know, in in prison or no Royce Casey, like shortly after all this happened, he converted to Christianity as they all do. And and he confessed, and he, he confessed to the killing, and he led the police to the body. So so now all three of these chuckleheads <laughs> are um in, it's in prison for life. But do you know why they killed her? Um, because Slayer told them to. No, I don't know. We were talking about it, so I don't know. No, um, they killed her as part of a satanic ritual because they thought Satan would bless their band and make them famous. They had a they had like a the a fucking wannabe death metal band. Oh, I see. So they so they thought this, that if they killed like like the Jennifer's body story. Did you ever see that movie? I haven't seen I, I haven't seen that movie. No, right. but. But they they thought that they thought that by killing um, Elise Marie Pollard, um, that Satan would bless them and make them famous. 
I see. And I, I'm wanting to say that I've heard like audio of their band. I, I'm wanting to say that I heard that on another podcast, but you know, it, it's been a while since I heard that. It, it, and I'd forgotten about it. Cause remember when we were talking about that, so I was just like, wasn't Slayer dragged into court and neither one of us could remember, but I, yeah. I did some digging and I found out they were, and it was this case. It's like, okay. Yeah. But, um, but, but I'm pretty, I, I, I'm thinking that I heard audio of their band. Let's just say you're not going to be famous. I don't care how many people <laughs> no, you no matter what. You're not going to be famous. <laughs> so e- e- even the fucking devil wants you to stop playing music. Yeah. Uh, say, Satan's sitting there. It's like, shut the fuck up. He's sitting there in the hell. It's like, I'm, it's like. <laughs> yeah, right. Jesus. How is Slayer involved? Yeah, you, you hate to, you hate to talk shit about a grieving parent. Yeah, but um, but Elisa's parents claim that the, the Slayer songs "Postmortem" and "Dead Skin Mask" told them to rape, torture, and murder Elise. Oh, they sued them. They 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 sued Slayer. So Slayer was dragged into court. Yeah, you know, on on a civil lawsuit, and like, hey, you wrote a scary song. Therefore, you're responsible for our child's death. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But you know what? You know what the judge said when he threw the case out? <laughs> Yay, judge, right? Yes. Oh, but this is this is so freaking metal. He said, there's not a legal position that would make Slayer responsible for the girl's death. You might as well just start looking through the through the library at every book that's on the shelves. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Bravo, Judge. <laughs> yes. Yes. But Elisa's parents, they doubled down. And they sued Slayer again, saying that they knowingly distributed harmful materials to minors. I'm, I, I'm sorry, dismissed. what? <laughs> they They knowingly distributed harmful material to minors. Uh, I don't even know what to say to that, but okay. Thank God that was was dismissed. It was dismissed, and you know what? This judge, it was a different judge, but he was also metal. Fuck yeah, dude. He says... He said, I do not consider Slayer's music obscene, indecent, or harmful to minors. Wow. Good good on him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Is their music offensive? Is it aggressive? Is it is are, are there lyrics like you know, like deep and dark and demented? Yes. Yes. But it is. No, it is. Sora Sora but Sora yeah, absolutely they are. And it's just like you know, I I've I've said I think I said before on our on our Norwegian black metal episode, I I think I said before it's like I I'm not I wasn't a fan of Slayer. But I respect them for what they did. I mean they they were a good band. Yeah. You know, I mean it's just oh, they, dude, I they, love their Slayer, music man. didn't Yeah. Their their music didn't really speak to me it's just like i i like metallica anthrax and um and megadeth but yeah it's just never and 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 how did 
how did Megadeth not get hauled in? Hauled into court. I mean, some of their songs, like My Darkest Hour. I'm surprised some fucking defense attorney didn't, you know, like pounce on on that song about being like. Yeah, dude, but but, but in my darkest hour is like that's a a bashing of your family and friends. It's because he's like, dude, in my hour of need, you weren't there, right? So I mean, there's there's like there's like I mean, I'm sure anybody, I'm sure they listened to it. Everybody went, we ain't gonna make that one stick, right? Well, what about a Tulamond? A Tulamond? Yeah. What song for the world? Um, you haven't heard that song by Megadeth? A Tout Le Monde? Yeah, that's French. You know what you know what it means in French? Yeah, it means basically to all. Uh, all right, tell tell Hold us. Hold on, <laughs> let me get it right because a Tout Le Monde, it, as far as I know. But if you listen to that song, if you listen to the lyrics of that song, you could say that it sounds like a suicide note. You could say that, but that's not how Dave Mustaine wrote it. That's not what that wasn't what his intentions were. It was a death note, yeah, but it was a goodbye note from somebody that was like on his way out. It wasn't a suicide. It, it wasn't like a suicide note. But I'm surprised they didn't get it. Yeah, like hauled hauled up into court over that song. It's a beautiful fucking song too. I mean, it's not like. You know, it's, it's not like typical but, all right. in, in, in thrash, French, dude. A, a tout le monde means all the world. Right? I, I don't know how that could be fucking considered. A, I mean, unless he's saying fuck you to all the world. I don't know. I mean, I've heard the song like once or twice. Well, he, no, he, he says, like, these are the last words I'll ever speak. Um, a a tout le monde, a tout le, I, I, I don't speak French, but there's his life. These are the last words I'll ever speak, and they'll set me free. Um, yeah, it, 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 you you can make the case that it kind of sounds like a suicide note, but it's not. If you really listen to it, it's it's just basically it's just like I'm on my way out, yeah. and this is these are my last messages to you. And yeah. I I want that song played at my funeral. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, dude, it's just, but, I, mean, I mean, a Tulamon is like, yeah, for the world. I mean, so maybe it's like, okay, for the world to hear, I guess. I could see that. But you know what I mean. Song, you know what but, I mean. Yeah, it's like. But still, that but still, that song came out in the 2000s, so the Satanic Panic was over. Well, as far as that shit goes, well, but yeah. It, it was, it, it had been hit pause. Yeah, I mean, as far as, far <laughs> as what we're talking about, yeah. Right. So, um, Jacob Bilishmuck said in an interview that Slayer's music is destructive, but that's not why Elise was killed. He says that Joe Fiorola was obsessed with her and obsessed with killing her. Uh, I see. So it's just like, okay, these, these dickwads are freaking turning on each other and everything. It's like, oh, we, we, we. At, at, at least, at, at least he went to bat for Slayer. Well, yeah. You know, you can't fault the guy. Right? He didn't. <laughs> still, he, he's still a piece of shit, Della schmuck. Yeah. Anyway, moving forward, some. I mean, Marilyn Manson. He was tied to the Columbine 
with Eric ha- Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold. Yeah. Yeah, because they were Marilyn Manson fans and everything, and it's just like they they blame Marilyn Manson for that. Yeah, because he says very clearly in every one of his songs to go out and shoot up a fucking high school full of innocent people. Uh, yeah, you know, I just dude, you know what? I don't remember ever hearing Marilyn Manson say anything like that. No, no, but they, but they blamed him. You know, it's like the media and and the holy rollers and stuff like that blamed him for it and everything, trying to point the finger. But still, how many? You know, that that happened in the nineties. How many freaking you know, sadistic horror movies have been released at that point. Thousands. All of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, dude, <laughs> you know, by 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 at this at that point, like the late eighties, early nineties, all the horror movies have been done. Ever since then, they've just been either remaking them very badly or just copying them straight out. All right. And then the the next the next original genre. Was the torture porn thing, which D. Snyder started with what, Strange, Strange Land. Land? Yes, that movie is fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. He D. Snyder started the whole. You know that 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 was like the last original genre with the torture porn yeah. and stuff like that. And then then you got like movies like Hostel and stuff like that that just like expanded on it and everything. Yeah. And yeah, the the beginning of Hostel too. It's got a freaking. You know, it's, it's got the the people from Hostel, you know, the people from the the death camp or whatever it was, like searching down the the guys that um, escaped from it, and he like slices his head open with a fucking sword or something like that, and of course there's a cat sitting on his shoulder eating his fucking brain. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I I had to include that part just for you, Ty. I know. I appreciate it. <laughs> but yeah, no, dude. Fucking Strange Land was, yeah, dude. I mean, like seriously, that was at the time it came well, out he, was he the t- most original horror film ever. Yeah, it was, and he he took he he took his song Captain Howdy. Yes. About um you know about a a freaking clown and you know and I'm I'm sure that he took inspiration from John Wayne Gacy. Oh wait, this is nah nah he yeah he took he took he may inspiration have. from John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, he may have. Yeah, at first I was thinking the datelines didn't match up, but no, nah, that the John Wayne Gacy did what he did like prior to um, Captain Howdy. But, you know, also, too, but, that's, that's, I mean, that was the name of his character in Strangeland, but he was far from a clown. Right. <laughs> right. Dude, but, he I was, mean, he, was he like had to make really it more creepy. The, like, the body modification and shit, dude. I mean, they, he took it to what was currently popular at the time. You know, like. But he called, but he called himself Captain Howard. He did, yeah. I mean, that was his character. I mean, yeah, I mean, his character right. in Strangeland was based off of the song. Which was probably based right. on, but he wasn't a clown in the movie. He was definitely yeah, the, a the the clown the clown the clown and he's a clown in the song Captain Howdy, which was probably based off of John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. Anyway, we digressed again. No. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. Are we done? Saving. No, we're not done. Well, you said we're gonna we wrap it one up. One more. <laughs> 
Yeah, we're going to wrap it up with a sl- with this final segment, which is probably the biggest elephant in the room when it comes to all of this, because innocent people were freaking put in prison for something because of the fucking satanic panic. Oh, yeah. And I'm talking about the West, the West Memphis Three. Yes, yes, yes. May 5th of 1993, three eight-year-old boys, Steve Branch, Michael Moore, and Chris Byers were found murdered behind a truck stop in West Memphis, uh, West Memphis, Arkansas. And they were, they were found in a stream and were, yeah, I'm, I'm like really condensing this because eventually we're going to do, we're going to cover the West Memphis three on this podcast. Yes. But, um, but yeah, so I'm just, so they were found in a, in a stream. They were mutilated. They had been strung up like hogtied and everything. And, um, a man had come into a nearby Bojangles restaurant and he was covered with blood. And, you know, Mm-hmm. But they cleaned the they cleaned they cleaned the they cleaned the bathroom when the guy went in and tried to uh, they basically just washed away everything, you know, just because the you know the the freaking Bojangles manager was probably like, uh, okay, well, uh, you know, we got to clean that shit up, right? Yeah, well, dude, it's uh, a restaurant; you can't have fucking yeah. No, I I, I understand that. Yeah, but they they didn't take into consideration that it was a fucking crime scene. Well, they did. They yeah, it could have been a crime they, scene. But you know, at the same time, though, they don't know that. I mean, dude, they, he's got to keep I the know. restaurant clean, or somebody will complain about that to the health department and get him shut down. But more than likely, Mister Bojangles was the fucking murderer. <laughs> and yeah, this this case remains unsolved. I mean, it's just like we're not. Yeah, it's just like I don't. I don't want to do a bunch of unsolved cases on this episode, bec- or on on this podcast, because that's not where we're about. We want closure. Yes. You know, and it's just oh, like yeah. you know what I I know I know that okay there there's that there's a bunch of podcasts out there that cover unsolved and everything. I just don't like to listen to them because I don't like to you know like listen to like all the evidence of a of a story and everything, and, and at the end of it, it's just like oh, and we don't know who did it. Yeah. You know, and it's just, it's, it's, it's not satisfying. I like the fucking payoff and all that stuff. But you know what? God bless, God bless all the podcasts that cover Unsolved because you know what? It, it keeps, it keeps the, the, you know, it, it keeps the, it keeps the, the search alive. Yeah, it keeps for these the interest. People. Like, uh, yeah, it shows interest, you know, keeps right. the interest there. But I, yeah, it's just, we're not going to cover very many Unsolved episodes, you know, on, on this podcast. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it's just eh, eh, nothing wrong with unsolved. It's just that's just not what we're about. We like the fucking closure. We like the fucking, you know. Yes, we love the right. happy ending. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you, and you, and, and, ending, and you could take that however you want. Yeah, it, <laughs> you're going back to the glory hole. Maybe. <laughs> 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 so we just we just love we like our so stories it, to have a, a definitive ending, right? Exactly. Um, so yeah, the, immediately this case um, garnered like national media attention and everything. Yes. So so it's like the 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 people decide. Yeah, that's like the the law enforcement, the courts, and everything. It's like okay, we got to wrap this thing up. 
quick. So, local misfit, metalhead, Davian Eccles, he was 18 years old at the time, along with Jason Baldwin, who was 16, and Jason, Jason, Jesse Muskelly, who was 17, they were all arrested. Simply because they were bad seeds. Oh. Muskelly, Muskelly was interrogated for hours and hours and hours with no lawyer present, no parents present. And he was also mentally challenged. Oh, so it's very, very illegal. Very illegal. He confessed. He confessed to doing it. And it's like it's, he, all the tapes are, you know, all the, the tapes that are available are on YouTube and whatnot. But he was, um, but a lot of it was missing. It's like, like, like there's, there's gaps. They would shut the tape off. They're like conditioning this, this, this like mentally challenged kid to, um, to say whatever the fuck they wanted to say. That's disgusting. They wanted him to say yeah, and everything. That's fucking disgusting. Yeah. It is disgusting. It's fucking horrible. Yeah. And it's just like, Dude. yeah. And, and, and there's, there's, there's something that's just like, well, well, what time was it? It was at three o'clock. Well, you mean five o'clock? Oh yeah, five o'clock. Yeah, so there, that's what I mean. That some some of that stuff is you know, but there there were chunks of it that were like mysteriously missing while they were coaching him what to say. It, right? Yeah. So they turned it off while they were coaching him and everything. They just wanted to wrap this up because you know, fucking West Memphis, Arkansas, and everything. And it's just like I I've been to the fucking truck stop. That they were, and that, that's a that's a really bad area of of, of town. Yeah. It's like that. That's one of these truck stops. The the loves there, uh-huh. and the blue beacon. The blue beacon, which this happened behind the blue beacon car wash. I think it's on the the loves property. I'm not sure, but there's like four truck stops right there. You know, on on that intersect. You know, that like I forty. Yeah. On that exit, and um, but. Yeah, it's just like loves. Yeah, you walk up there, you're gonna get panhandled immediately. Uh, I would, I would not feel comfortable like parking my truck and staying there overnight. Uh, That's how, that's how bad this area is. But, but, you know, just all all of this stuff. I mean, the, yeah, the, the trial. The trial was, and I'm skipping ahead. I mean, when we cover our West Memphis three episode, it's probably going to be a multi-part episode, but uh, because there's there's so much to unpack here, I'm, you're getting the Reader's Digest condensed <laughs> version of it right here. It's the TV, it's so, a TV guide version. You know, if you got the TV guide, you don't need a TV. Right. Right. The trial was a sham. There was no evidence whatsoever connecting Damian Eccles. Um, Jason Baldwin and Jesse Muskelly to to this, you know, to these crimes. There was no freaking evidence at all. You know, they 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 didn't do it. You know, and it's like the you know the trial was basically because you know they wrote they this was that the like the the peak of the satanic panic and everything. Damien Eccles liked Metallica. And he liked dark things. He was also into Wicca and stuff like that. So, and he also, I mean, he, he had like 
minor crime, you know, criminal, you know, like crime charges and stuff like that. But, you know, he wasn't a freaking killer. So, um, so the, you know, it's just, but basically they, they convicted him because of the fact that he liked Metallica. He was into Wicca and all that stuff. They accused him of being a Satanist. And he says in court many times, it's like, I don't know how a Satanist. Yeah. And he, in, in court, he even explains the difference between Satanism and Wicca and Wicca and why he wasn't, you know, a Satanist and all that stuff. But I bet they weren't having none but, of that. No, of course not. Yeah, the, basically the prosecutors invented a satanic cult and and staged witnesses. Well, yeah, of course. And I'm going to give you a little bit of a um, of a you know this is just how I envision how the court proceedings went. Mm-hmm. You ready? Oh yeah. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. <laughs> The case is clear here, and you will see that the defendant is 100% guilty. He freely admits it to worshiping Satan due to the satanic music that he loves. The evidence will show that nobody else could have possibly murdered those boys. It's very simple. There are three victims here. Three, three. Three. We give them a three for each victim. And there are three murderers. Three, three, three. So we give them three. You put that together, and you get six, six, six. <laughs> the number of the beast. I knew you were going there. Which is the, which is the name of an album and song by Damien's favorite band of all time, Metallica. Guilty. <laughs> Fucking great. Hey, you know what? It's probably not far from the truth. And the crazy thing is, is Number of the Beast was an Iron Maiden. Yes, album. we all know that. Everybody, <laughs> everybody in their right but, mind knows that shit. But you know, dude, I don't, I don't see I, what you just did uh, is probably not too far from the truth. Oh, it, it, it's not. I've, I've heard. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, I, I obviously fluffed it up, but still. <laughs> but anyway, it's just crazy. Yes, it's ridiculous. But they were they were eventually found guilty, and um, you know all all three of the guys. Damian Eccles was sentenced to death. Um, Baldwin, um, Jason Baldwin, and Jesse Miss Kelly were sentenced to life. But they wound up because because of because of because of. A lot of things that I'm about to cover, they were able to enter an Alfred plea, which basically an Alfred plea is just like, you say that we're guilty, we say that we're not, we're going to overturn your, you know, you're, we're not going to overturn your conviction, you're still guilty, but we're going to let you out. I see. So, so they're still guilty. They're still guilty. But, and... You know, it's like Baldwin, Jason Baldwin, he didn't want to do the, um, the... Alfred plea because he's like I'm innocent I didn't do this shit but yeah it's like the time was ticking on Damien he had gotten the death penalty yeah so he's just like okay all right I'll do it to save Damien you know and <laughs> and then the yeah and what what spearheaded all of this was I mean like you know it's just like a bunch of bands 
like Pearl Jam, Henry Rollins, um, L7, Disturbed, Steve Earle, even, you know, and, and many more just rallied to the cause of, you know, like free the West Memphis Three, they're innocent and stuff like that. Yeah. HBO did a three part documentary about the whole thing called, um, Paradise Lost. And, um, and Metallica gave their permit, like the, the soundtrack of that documentary is Metallica music. They use like Orion, you know, and among other songs like Fade to Black. Right. And everything. And, and it's just, <clears throat> you know, and, and as, as a, you know, after they, they were out, after they were released and everything, um, Peter Jackson of Lord of the Rings. Yes. Yeah, Damien Eccles is an extra in one of the um, Lord of the Rings movies. Oh, was he? Yeah, nice. I, I can't, I don't know which one. We'll cover that in our episode and everything. And it's just, you know, he's he's become an author and everything. He's he's become a, you know, an outspoken activist and everything for, you know, like innocent victims' rights and stuff like that. And, you know, and, and trying to get people. But... To this day, they won't, um, you know, like the state of Arkansas, they're like, um, you know, like denying evidence and everything. They're like losing evidence and all that stuff and everything. It's, it's just, it's a, it's a freaking witch hunt. Oh, yeah. And, and to this day, that, that case is, oh, it, it, it's marked as solved because of the fact that, um, well, hey, they're guilty. Right, even they're though, guilty. even though they're out, they're, they're guilty. But, Meanwhile, the person who actually did this is still walking around. The person that actually did this came in to a fucking Bojangles. And it's like, that's just what I think. I mean, that, that, it's unsolved. You know? Yeah. It's like, I consider this an unsolved case. Yeah. Because the, the people that were convicted of it were railroaded just, just for a, a fucking spectacle. And it's so fucking ridiculous. But, you know, and let's fast forward to now. In season four of Stranger Things, the character Eddie Munson. Eddie. Yeah, he was based on Damien Eccles. Because what happened, spoiler alert, um, he, you know, there, there was this girl that was killed by, like, the creatures that are in, you know, Stranger Things and everything. And they blamed Eddie Munson for it because he was there. And they did this witch hunt to find him and all that stuff. And um, Damien Eccles said that he fucking loved that character, and it's and he said in an interview, just like when when I it's like I I knew that there was going to be something where where he's going to play guitar, but when I heard the opening licks of Master of Puppets, he was like I was like oh fuck yeah, <laughs> dude! I remember when the, like it was due to like they just showed the trailer for that dude, and people were going nuts like what song is he playing? What is it, dude? And people like watching like like zooming in on the clips to see what his fingers are doing. Everybody's like, I think it's Master of Puppets, dude. I think he's playing Master of Puppets. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do all that. And I didn't see any of that, but when I heard it was going to be a Metallica song, I thought it was going to be called the Cthulhu. That would have been cool because but yeah, that would it would have it would have fit it would have fit better than Master of Puppets, but it wouldn't have had the the freaking draw that Master of Puppets yeah. had. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, um, now we're wrapping up now. Um, after all that. Yeah, the satanic panic is still 
you know, it's still alive and well, except I'm going to call it the dumbass panic. <laughs> right. Because you've got the you've got these freaking twenty year old freaking idiots, you know, like on TikTok and everything that are trying to cancel everybody and everything for, you know, whatever. The, the, the they're like the fucking moral police and everything, and they're trying to fucking cancel Metallica because of shit that they did and said back in the freaking eighties. Yeah, with, with, yeah, dude. And the, like, the person that posted this video, I know this video well. Wasn't even it. born yet. Wasn't even born then, so she has no fucking right. To be saying a goddamn thing, and also, but also, you know dude, people have dug into her, fuck, dude, because she left her Spotify playlist open in her fucking profile. People have gone in there, dude. She has Metallica songs in her fucking Spotify profile, in her Spotify list or playlist. So she just yeah, she's, she's being just a fucking to get... hypocrite to get her fucking fifteen minutes of fame. Right, and and you know what? And it's backfiring. Yes, because you know what? You can't you can't kill Metallica. You can't kill Metallica. You can't cancel Metallica, dude. Meta- none none of us true, are true. But the true fans aren't going to let that happen. You fucking fucks that just discovered Metallica because of fucking Stranger Things and think you can do this shit are fucking full of shit, dude. We were there, yeah, dude. I mean, I, we've been there, dude. I I went through my hate Metallica phase when Lars got all fucking hoity toity and fucking sued Napster. When Metallica, as a band, when they were starting out, encouraged fans to bootleg their shows and pass shit <laughs> around, dude. And then here he goes, like, oh, no, dude. Well, I'm not doing nothing right now because James is off at rehab, and we're just kind of fucking sitting around. So I guess I'm going to sue Napster and become the most hated man in <laughs> rock and roll. <laughs> now, he's still a damn good drummer. And a lot of people hate on him about his drums, but you know what? The same people that are hating on him about his drums are loving on him before all that shit. Yeah, you know, dude. You know, everybody picks on Lars, but you know, because he's a short little fucking Danish dude that used to play tennis. <laughs> but, but you you can't you. I mean, you're not you're not canceling Metallica. Fuck, nobody's no, canceling you can't Metallica, do that, dude. I they mean, are way too even, powerful. Even even <laughs> even before even before all of these little you know all of these you know all of these young people found out about Metallica thanks to Stranger Things. And you know what? I'm not knocking people that found out about Metallica because no of Stranger shit, dude. Things. Master I Puppets fucking, is in you know, the I fucking, fucking love top it. ten in the fucking Billboard charts right now because of Stranger Things. I know. I know. And you know what? I I fucking I fucking loved it. I fucking loved that a bunch of new people are coming are coming in and you know discovering Metallica. Metallica's fucking great. Yeah. You know and and they but you know it it's just like even if even before stranger things metallica was still selling out stadiums not arenas stadiums on their own yeah there's no there's no canceling metallica metallica is not going to be canceled just because some little fucking twerp just got butt hurt yeah. and is trying to get their 15 minutes of fame out of it yeah, exactly. Anyway. Anyway, let's wrap this shit up. Yeah. <laughs> At the end uh and and the notes, there's going to be a um uh you know, our our website link it has all the episodes on all the platforms and everything. It has links to my music and it has links to Todd's music and everything yeah. like that. And we're and you know, and if you I'll let you say that part. 
I'm trying to condense it <laughs> because our episodes right, are getting right, long. Yeah, if, whatever. The link's there. Go to it. If you like my band, we're playing. Our schedule's up there. If you happen to be in the in an area where we're playing, come see us. Say hi. Tell me you listen to the show, and I'll buy you a beer. Right. All right. And and next week, you know what? I mean, we we said that we were going to cover. You know, we were going to wait to cover the heavy hitters, but you know what? We're going to cover a heavy hitter next week. We're going to cover Ed motherfucking piece of shit, sick fuck, Gene. Hell yeah. Yeah. So. The inspiration for Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw yep, Massacre. That's it. We're going to cover, you know, we're going to cover him. And until next time, later. Cheers, everybody.